Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello everyone and welcome to Nexus. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Nat, I will be your Dungeon Master tonight and we are thrilled to be streaming at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG. Nexus is inspired by slash a parody of slash a fond love letter to a lot of the video games that I've played through the years that fall into the genre of it's your first day on the job but oops science went wrong and now you have to shoot things. Uh, so whilst I'm anticipating this will feel a little bit more like a dungeon crawl than some of our other games, there will be plenty of references and influences from that type of game. But if you're not into them, that's also fine. We're still playing D&D and I'm sure there will still be plenty of shenanigans and tomfoolery for you to enjoy. For those who are new to D&D, Everyone here plays fantasy characters in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique character with sheets that tell them who they are, what they can do, their deepest secrets, and what dice to roll. They'll mostly be rolling one of these, a 20-sided die, to see if they succeed or fail. 20s are incredibly good, ones are often hilariously bad. And while they play their characters, everything else in said fantasy universe is played by me, people, monsters, friendly automatons that are obsessed with testing and cake, you name it. There probably won't be as many weather patterns this time around because we are going to be underground, but who knows, we'll see. Between me describing the world and the story and the players describing what they want to do and some dice rolls to keep things unpredictable for all of us, we will tell our story. First, let's meet our players and have a quick word from our sponsors and then we'll get stuck in. Hello, I'm Chris. I use they-them pronouns, and I'm playing Marnis, who also uses they-them pronouns. Uh, Marnie, as they're known to their friends, is a dwarven fighter, an ex-member of the Baldur's Gate City Watch, who saw some very troubling things during the gloom which pervaded their city very recently. Uh, They left the city with their parents shortly thereafter, resettling in Waterdeep, and are now taking various jobs for hire as a guard, a bodyguard, some form of watch. However, they've noticed, maybe not fully, but others around them certainly, that their shadow appears to now have a mind of its own. Hi, I'm Evie. I use she, her pronouns, and I will be playing Idris Asunda, who also uses she, her pronouns. Idris, to all new acquaintances and colleagues, is just a typical dipsy Asimar sorcerer, excited for her first day on the job. Uh, the first job she's had since leaving her parents, and it's just, just so excited to join the Nexus Arts family, like, or whatever. But she has a secret. Not only is she not really an Asimar, she's not even really from the material plane. Idris is in fact a Hexblood shadow magic sorcerer sent by the Misty Steps Interplanar Travel Agency to uh, find out what is all going on with Nexus and what their dirty secrets may be. And I, for one, can't wait to find out what she discovers. Hi, it's me, Oguri, your favorite arcane trickster and divination wizard. Mm, last time you saw me, I was helping with a little bit of the trivial of a magic item, but now I'm here, you know, like trying to get like a normal nine to five job, or I am. Who knows what I'm doing here? Um, well, that's it for me for now. 
Yeah, that was Oguri. He uses he him pronouns. My name is Ali and I also use he him pronouns. And I'm so happy to be here for you and um, expect a lot of chaos from Oguri and spoiler alert, body parts. Hello, I'm Nick. I use he him pronouns and I will be playing for this adventure Grunak Klaktein, who is a, a dwarf who also uses he him pronouns. Uh, Grunak is a cleric, a Twilight uh, Domain cleric, who has been in Baldur's Gate for a very long time. He is a hill dwarf um, and has taken to a new calling of moving over towards uh, Nexus Arts to uh, join their engineering and maintenance, mostly because he can cast bending. So I'm sure this will go really well, and there's no concerns at all. Um, but mostly he's there because they have, uh, from understanding, taken over a dwarven fortress, and he is not very happy with the way they're handling things. So he wants to see if he can put a few things right. Let's see if he can. Hi, I'm Josh. I use he, him pronouns, and I am going to be playing Garnot, who also uses he, him pronouns. Garnot came to Waterdeep to see a play based on Theros, got a little bit carried away with the interactive side of things and ended up spending all of his money so he's now looking for other employment because he intends to go to Baldur's Gate to do some research. I mean he took this security job with Nexus because security is going to be easy right? Hopefully. Oh he also has his little grey rat friend uh, Roger to accompany him. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering, and more. My favorite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation 
and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying, you're a DM, you've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be roughly a five to ten minute break somewhere towards the middle. We run shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Britain, and 2am Tuesday mornings in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays, we run TTRPG streams. These can be one-shots, four, six, eight, whew, or even 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. On Tuesdays, we have our ongoing campaign, Fracture. And on Fridays, we have our talk show, Talk Together, and Talking is a Free Action which lasts for one hour. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat, help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners and um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast you can search for together rpg on your favorite podcast provider if we're not there let us know and we will add ourselves to that list finally we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities our tables are trans and gnc positive and we encourage and champion trans and gnc players and characters in our games the DM and players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but acknowledge that it does happen and have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns. If we miss an instance of misgendering, we're open to being corrected, so please do just let us know if you think one has been missed. Check out safety in chat for content warnings. There's likely to be some blood and gore in this one, maybe. And uh, have a look at some of the safety tools that we use through the TTRPG Safety Toolkit. All right, let's begin.
everyone. Hello. Welcome to Nexus. Happy New Year. I've been given power and I'm both excited and scared. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get into it. Mm. Let's start. Okay. Deep underground, obscured from the sight of surface dwellers and anyone who might be on the lookout for such things. Reality tears open with an uncomfortable, ripping, screeching noise. It's not the first time this has happened recently, but this is unlike the others. A hole, small at first, and then larger and larger, spurred on by unpredictable and powerful surges of magic, encompasses a great stone chamber. The edges of this window in the material plane burn with energy as they open up to the other side. Forks of pure weave energy burst from the edges of the portal, disrupting papers, smashing windows, collapsing walls, opening up to let them in. From the abyss, the multitudinous eyes and teeth of the faceless Lord turn and stare directly at you. Maybe. It's a possible future. We'll see. Augury, you have some skill in divination and seeing the future. It's a little bit, just a little bit. It's served you well so far in your life as a scoundrel for hire. But this vision that came to you in your dreams last night, it's just a little bit harder than some of the others. Lingers in the mind just a little bit longer. Feels a little bit more tangible, unsettling. Is it the first time I dream about that or is it like recurrent? This is the very first time it's happened. Mm -hmm. But you know, don't worry about it. You've got other things to focus on at the moment, right? you got a busy day ahead. You're on your way to your first day at your new job. So bad dreams, put them aside. Yeah, who cares? It's fine. It's going to be a great day. You've got Nyx there with you. So you're on your way to your first day at your new job at Nexus Arts, which is a magical science research facility. And it's hidden somewhere in the Sword Mountains between Waterdeep and Neverwinter. In fact, the rest of you are there as well. You're currently all on a funkular style stone platform that's descending like diagonally uh, downwards into the mountain. Nexus Arts has taken over an ancient abandoned dwarven citadel and has just, you know, spruced it up a bit. Uh, they've, uh, you know, they've put a bit of decoration on and they've repurposed some of the rooms, not really paid attention to the function or significance of the rooms beforehand. It's fine. Uh, what you're riding on was probably used as a practical lift to transport mined ores and gems to the surface, you imagine? Um, except now it's been given a safety rail because not enough places put safety rails in. So this one does. Right? And Look, it's got. Dwarfs don't believe in safety rails. This is established canon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're smart enough to not fall off the edge. The rest exactly. of you, it's. True. Lower center of gravity, no need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, Nexus Arts does care about your health and safety. So uh, a couple of railings have been uh, added in. Um, there's a couple of benches as well that have got the uh, Nexus Arts logo engraved in them, which is a sort of a, a cog with uh, N-A in. Um, and there's also a service automaton in the front right corner that greeted you and pulled the lever to lower the platform. So 
There might have been some of you that had a prior connection to each other before today, but the majority of you met a couple of hours earlier in the morning when you were teamed up to compete your fight at complete your final security training exercise, uh, where you all kicked the shit out of an automaton, basically, <laughs> and were promised uh, free cake if you did. Um, and you're now on your way to the Nexus Research Facility proper to complete your induction. The platform has been descending slowly for about 10 minutes so far. So, what is everyone doing while I wait? Do we want to go around and uh, have a close look at what the characters might? Let's start with Augury, because you were the one that had this dream. Um, what would Augury be doing? Is Nyx about? Uh, you hear just a slight purr coming from my clothes, but you cannot see my familiar, who is Nick. Um, Augury would be looking at the others. Um, who could be the largest or like the, the tallest? Garnet, I think? Yeah. How tall is Ingress? I think, I think we established that I'm the only big and everybody else is a small. Well, how tall is Garnet? It's about six foot, six foot okay. two. Okay. Um, Ing- Ingress is like five, nine, five, eight. But has, has the appearance somehow of being much smaller? She's so just a vicious. sweet and twee. Yeah, so Garnet's probably the... taller than five foot three. <laughs> <laughs> so Garnet's that augury, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, but, but actually, we've met before, right? So uh, I think I just could have walked to uh, Garnet and said, uh, that was really good this morning. Thank you for taking some punches for this little squishy fella. And I think you have a friend with you, right? So I think uh, Nix could be a little bit curious about Roger. Uh, as you approach Garnot, Garnot's doing something with his mouth. And as you get to him, he's, he's just pausing, he's holding a tooth in his hand. Trying, he's trying to put it back in because he tried to bite <laughs> the rock by them. Oh right, yeah. Um uh yeah, yeah, you got one of those um what are they called familiar things. You got uh is it a cat? Yeah. Right, yeah. I'll, um my little friend, he's he's alright with cats, uh, but I'll keep him hidden, you know, when, when your cat's around just to be safe. Yeah. I have a question because you know, I, I don't think we are allowed to bring pets to the office. I mean I can disappear mine, but it's your say. Uh, I did not know that. It was not in the job description. Uh, it's fine. He'll be hidden in my armour, and I'll pull my armour, and you can see it's about two sizes too big for me. He lives in there normally, so... Do you know how to put teeth back in? Uh, probably you should ask uh, Gronak. I think they are good at repairing stuff. Oh, I know how to put a teeth back in. Uh, and Ingress just kind of goes in and is just like, so you take it out, huh? and then uh, you just... Back in, just like that. All right, I'll do that. Let go and it falls out. No, you're not doing it right, like this. Oh, it's in, thanks. Yeah. No problem, and don't worry, I won't tell anyone about the rat that you keep in your armour. Your secret is safe with me. What rat? Exactly, what rat? (laughs) Yep. Very good. What is uh, Grunak and Marnie doing on this platform? Wolf ship. 
the drawer set. Chatting away in the corner of the drawer. Like, I can't really hate you. Hey. That's better, really. Can you see in your dwarf bathroom, please? <laughs> no such thing. Um... <laughs> Grunak is absolutely like looking at the handrails and going up to them and being like, this is quite shoddy craftsmanship. I mean, really, they could have done a lot better. You shouldn't be hammering things into stone like that. They've made a right mess of the bit of the... Oh, never mind, never mind. Are you wiggling the, uh, <laughs> the, the safety rail? Yeah. Well, give me a strength check. Okay. <laughs> um, all righty, righty, righty. Let's roll this. Just a, just a straight strength check. Well, yeah. well how careful are you being? Um... I mean, I'm not like I'm not impressed. I mean, I'm a hill dwarf, but the, I've I've definitely been to mountain dwarves' homes before, and I'm very respectful of them. So I'm a rather unimpressed. So okay. I'll I, I'm going to just do a bit of a that just to see how how there's a bit of force behind it. Uh, that is a it's not that much. It's a twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you uh, you you get to the point where you feel like oh, actually, if I keep wiggling that, that is going to come off. <laughs> okay. So. I'll let you decide whether you keep pushing or and, and no. try to uh, to get rid of it now. No, no, I'm not going to get rid of it. I'll just be like, oh, all right. I, I, just just to inform you all, maybe don't rely on the safety rails to keep you safe. That's all I'm going to say. What, what's the point of them being there then if they're not to keep you safe? It, quite honest, Garnet, I have no idea. Nexus <laughs> Arts so takes your health and safety very seriously. Thank you so much, Grunak, for your for your expertise and insight into this. Oh, I can't wait to get to know you so much better. Now, where did that voice come from? That was the little automaton in the corner that activated the lift for you. Oh, right, okay. Um, I think Marnie will be um, sat on a bench, um, tugging at their sideburns, just like just general fussing and fossicking of the nervous kind, um, looking around at all the people. We'll zero in on Grunak and um, Scoven. Father, I wasn't... I wasn't expecting this to be a, um... I don't know, I thought it'd be more actual garden, but now it seems like we're actually fighting things with swords and stuff really early on. Like, I didn't think fighting would be part of the training, especially not for people who aren't working in security. It's a very good point, actually, I suppose. Uh, quite shocking that, uh... Oh, well... I mean, I'm glad I can handle myself, but as an engineer, I wasn't expecting to have to actually fight a stone golem or not as, anything. Not as part of training either. I'm. No. I don't know. I, I thought this might be. I mean, I came here to get away from fighting. You know. Nice. <laughs> uh, true, true. But uh, well, we are we are in our kin's homeland with all of this, and they, we are ones who like to defend the dark places for the others so we will stand strong as we always do and Gorm will protect us don't you worry there right, dear right sure, father. Gorm will protect us fine but don't you look just in case you're worried in case anything comes up out of the blue I know you'll always be ready to take it all on won't you um, so and I will do uh, which I had forgot about last time um, uh, one of my things which is Vigilant Blessing uh, so you will now have advantage on your next igni- on the next initiative roll that comes along so right. so Right, just so that you're always ready there, Marnie. Uh, okay. What Gorm protect us? Does that last indefinitely, or is it just for the it next? Seems time? to. It literally just says uh, this benefit ends immediately after the roll, or if you use this feature again. Great. Seems so. apt. We worship the same gods. Um. Yeah, there'll be a sort of quiet, right, right, our father, and a sort of a look down, shy, shy look across at the others. Um. 
and then we'll try and lean on the guardrail, and if it creaks, stop immediately and just stand there looking like a lemon. Pull me a D100, please, Chris. Oh, dear. Thirty-eight. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, Grenak, your, your perception is pretty good. The uh, the railing that uh, Marnie has just leaned on does shift slightly. Mm. Just a little uh, as they lean on it. I will instantly throw a hand out to grab Marnie's arm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, careful there, Marnie. <laughs> Why would they put supports there if they weren't for leaning on? I, I don't understand. Nexus Arts takes the safety and health of its staff very seriously. Hmm. I'd rather not. The sorry, automaton in the corner, sorry, is uh, like a like a round little little ball that has uh, a couple of like stick legs and a couple of stick arms, um, and like a big Oculus in the center, hmm. and it what's, just seems to be standing there. What's the lighting like down here? Um, so it's uh, on the platform itself. There's a couple of little um, like orbs in the corner of the platform that are giving off a dull glow, um, but uh, there's not much else by way of lighting. Um, those of you who look at Marnie would potentially notice that Marnie's shadow doesn't quite behave in the way that it should do. It seems to move slightly later than it would with moving lights and that sort of thing. There's something slightly off with it and you probably all noticed that if you want to do. And as we did all fight together earlier in the day, Marnie Shadow seemed to take on a life of its own and get involved in the fighting as well. Marnie appears to have no idea. And I kind of sidle up to Marnie, just kind of where you're sat, and just be like, Hi, I don't think we are introduced. I'm Ingress. H- Hello, I'm, I'm Marnie. Nice to meet you. So what job are you doing here? Security. Security? Oh, that sounds very exciting. And if it's not a personal question, your shadow, it's very interesting. My my shadow? Yeah, it's like totally awesome. Funny will turn and look at their own shadow. Um Right, is is it is it doing lean in like conspiratorially? Is it is it doing weird stuff? Well, like, I suppose that depends on your definition of weird. Oh, like, no. I, I totally don't think it's doing anything weird, per se, but it's doing things that are really cool. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, Marnie, no, 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 you know you're fine there. Look, look, calm yourself. Ingress, it's very kind of you to uh, to, to uh, ingratiate yourself so nicely with all of us, I have to say, but don't you worry yourself there, Marnie. Remember... Gorm is always looking out for you, and all he has done is blessed you with the ability to work both in light and dark at equal times. You are a pleasure for us at have around at all times. What? Just you calm yourself. What does that mean, Father? We all work in the light and the dark. I we do. I we do. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. Ooh, metaphor. I will. Uh, mm. I will then kind of like arm around Ingress and go, do you mind if I just, I'd love to have a little more of a chat with you because you're, you're very on top of everything over here and I'll just kind of pull you to one side. So, it's, um, <clears throat> maybe, maybe don't talk too openly about Marnie's shadow. Uh, from the time that I've known her, she's not one for either. They, them. 
sorry, uh, from the time that I've known them, thank you, from the time that I've known them, they, they're not very aware of what it does, and it tends to be a bit frightening. So, we can definitely notice it, and I agree with you. <laughs> Your wording was rather precise. I would also say it was rather cool, if it wasn't such a strange word for a man of my age to be saying. But anyway, it's, uh, you're absolutely right. Just maybe don't bring it up with Marnie, if you don't mind. Okay, I will find ways to compliment Marnie in other ways that Fantastic. highlight areas that they that don't cause them much anxiety, especially on the first day of the job. There's a lot of anxiety that goes along with that anyway. I don't want to make them so conscious. Absolutely. What did you say you were here to do again? What was your job? Just as Grun Grunak <laughs> asks that question, the the orbs in the corners of the platform just just a little lowering and raising of the light. Hmm. Lights flickering. I'm gonna. Get, can I try and work out what's what's wrong? Intelligence check. I'm not some, not that smart. <laughs> I mean, I well, yeah. What, what are you trying to figure out? Are you gonna look directly at the light? Are you? Yes, I'm going to go and look straight a... into the lights. Light <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, can I roll an investigation check? Sure. Thank you. Uh, does stone cunning or something like that apply? Because, whoa. No, it's light. It's not the stone. Okay. <laughs> um, with, <laughs> with a passive investigation of 20, is um, Okori able to see if there is any loose cable, loose anything? Or oh. mm -hmm. maybe we pass by some sort of barrier? Mm -hmm. I rolled a 19. Right. Uh, so, Marnie, are you? I will come to Augury as well. But, Marnie, are you actively going to anywhere, looking at anything particular? Um, Marnie is uh, a trained city guard, so there's a certain amount of like um, investigatorial, like they're proficient in investigation. So there's a certain amount of like they know how to look into things and try and solve puzzles. So there's a kind of a what? What? What is this? What is? What is this? And looking at the light and looking to see if it has. Cables, not something that they would necessarily understand, but um, if there's any reason why it would fluctuate. Um, you can't see specifically any uh, any cables coming out of it. It looks like um, a magically powered little dome of light that's just sort of under the equivalent of glass. It, it's it's kind of just one of those like, like you get um, in, like outdoors in concrete, you'll get like a little dome with a light underneath, that kind of thing. Sure but the light is magical. Um, Augury, with your 20, uh, your passive 20, which is ridiculous, um, <laughs> <laughs> you did any of you have, other than Nyx, did any of you have any sort of ongoing uh, magical uh, spells or effects that were active as you were heading down? No. Me, uh, Jana. Uh, pretty much always, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I hate to be the that that mean person, uh, Ingress, but you realise your mage armor is probably dropped at the same time that the lights flickered. Um, and Augury actually is the one that's likely actually out of this group you have most studied magic um you get a sense of ah 
maybe we just went through some kind of anti-magic field. I, I feel like we've just passed some, let's say, um, security measures, anti-magic. Uh, I think Nyx has gone to Havana, uh, so watch out. Maybe they are watching us. This was not in the contract. Are, are any of you able to now, like, do a spell? Like, have you got, like, a, a light you could summon? Or could you summon your cat? So, you, are you able to do it the, now? We've been past it. This is a good point, actually, Augury. I'm not super familiar with the wording of uh, find familiar. So would passing through an anti-magic barrier get rid of? It would, yeah. No, I, I, I'm not magical at all. Don't know any spells. Not another sort. No. I attempt to mage hand. Yep, it appears. Huh. Maybe it was like an anti-magic, like we passed through a thing that stopped all magic at that point. Like if people were disguising themselves or um, invisible or something. That would make sense, I suppose. Um, you would have that. I'm guessing there's a way that they're probably monitoring us. So if any of us were wearing some sort of a disguise, magically, of course, that they're disappearing by the time they get it back up again, they would have been caught. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. It's a very interesting security measure. It'd be like so interesting to know what they're hiding under here, under all of this technology, and how one might possibly get around it. I mean. What is everyone's passive insight? Passive insight? 15. 11. 17. 10. Grunak, that comment from Ingress does make you take a second glance at her, but... Hmm. Uh, I mean, she's she's sweet as a little puffball, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the, uh, the platform is going to continue. Uh, grinding its way down this long uh, minecart track. Uh, eventually, it's going to start slowing and the little automaton is uh, is going to pipe up and say, Now approaching entrance to welcome suite and reception. Please mind the gap between the platform and the platform. And uh, as it's saying that, the, the platform itself starts to jerk and shudder in a slightly unusual way. You all feel that kind of drop in your stomach as it falls a little faster than it did before, suddenly. You do start to see at the the bottom right-hand side of the platform, uh, the very top of an entranceway. I really hope that in the entrance suite that is alluding to the cake that we were promised, because that would be like such an amazing welcome. Oh, oh, sorry, you go. No, no. Well, after sorry. you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to lean on this really unstable railing. You go. Yeah. <laughs> it would certainly make up for the random uh, anti-magic field we had no idea about, that's for sure. Also, that railing's looking a bit dodgy. Hold on there, and I'll go and cast Mending on all the railings. <laughs> mending takes a minute, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, never mind then. No, I won't. <laughs> um, oh, I forget it takes a minute. Yeah, never mind. Can I go over to the corner and try and look, see what's going on? I'll also, um, hmm, yes, I will pull my sword out and grab the shield off my back just in case. Fair. 
Um, so as you, you approach the corner, um, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you're going to approach the corner on the side that the doorway is also appearing at. To, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, look, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look through yeah, the yeah. space that we've got to see what's going on. Yeah, uh, do you want to make me a perception check? I would love to make you a perception check. You have dark vision as well, don't you? Yes. Cast dwarf. Cast dwarf. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um, it. I mean, it's dark down. You do have dark vision, but it is is dark down there. Um, oh. and it. It's hard to tell actually how the the platform was. Uh, it's like there's gears and uh like chains that were um involved in the platform going up and down you can see the chain below the platform is sort of wobbling just a little bit you can't see what's causing it but there's definitely something of an issue happening and actually as you start to listen you hear a slight grinding noise the entranceway it's starting to appear now. It's probably uh, there's probably about three foot of entranceway. We, there's a bit of a drop down still. The platform is mm. sort of jerked a little bit further down, and then has stopped. So you've got on the right hand side, there's like a, a three foot of entranceway that you might be able to squeeze through if you wanted to, mm. but it's it's like that lift has stopped halfway between floors. Um. Please mind the gap between the platform and the platform. I'm going to ignore the automaton. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay. Um, guess it's time to be the guard. Um, I'm going to squeeze through here, see what's the problem, but um, just be on the lookout, all right? Is there something that you're seeing there, Marnie? No. At the moment, just um, open space with nothing in it, no lights. Um, can it, can you all see in the dark? Yes, very well. Different types of grey, but yeah. Uh, yes, and I can see quite far. Perhaps I should take a look. Um, as a Twilight Cleric, I have uh, 300 feet of dark vision. Oh, boy! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> could I... I thought I was good with 120. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I read that and I was like, I just, it, let me recheck that. And it is, yeah, 300 feet of dark vision. Can I go and take a look at whatever... Yeah. All of the combat training will kick in and the guard training just be able... Okay, Father, can you spot me while I jump down? And I'll squeeze through so I can then be there while you're looking. Yeah. I'll... I think I need to clarify at this point. The um, So while I was assuming you were looking, Marnie, yeah. was down, uh, further down the shaft below where the lift would have headed uh, if it kept going down. If you're trying to look in the entranceway. No, that's uh, that's lit. That is uh, oh, standard reception. Sorry. Well, then never mind. Then I will, if, there's, if I can look down and just see into the darkness and there's nothing there, but I can't see anything specific, then going down would be silly. But the cable's waggling, which is bad. In which case, then I will start going. Okay, Father, do you want to look down there? And everyone else, if I can just politely ask you to let's let's get down this, try and push them towards the small gap, so everyone can try and push through there. And then I'll be the last to go. Um, very much jumping into cop mode, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we'll sort of chivy Augury and um, Garnot and Ingress towards the um, welcome bit and try and get them all through even though it's not quite there yet because something's up with the cable while Granite checks out what he can see. Is everyone allowing themselves to be chivied? The yeah, platform yeah, has I'm... started to make a noise. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get off. Uh, I'll go through first 
just to sort of secure the initial area, you know, because I've already got 30 feet of dark vision, so I'm just going to sort of secure that little area there and get everybody else in and then we'll let you the can, people who can see... That area's lit, mate. That area's lit. We're fine. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go in first. Okay. Um, yeah, so Garnet, you're going to have to sort of shimmy through, like, on your belly, I guess, to get uh, through it, because it's not tall enough for you to sort of... Or you you sticking your feet down and, like, sliding down. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go feet first. Feet first, great, yeah. Uh, so you managed to squeeze through and uh, and land. I'm, I'm not going to insult you by making you make a dexterity check. <laughs> Garnet makes a good landing. I know what his dex is like. It's fine. Yeah. Superhero uh, landing. Who, who is next? Isn't Augury just... You want to go? Um, yeah, I'm not really good at, like, acrobatics, but I will try to. That's uh, right, if you... If, if, hang on a minute, and I'm going to sort of stick out on it. Anybody who wants a bit of help, I'll give you a hand down. While you're doing that, Chris, you said you're going to go last, right? Marnie's going to go last. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm currently uh, sort of chivying everyone, looking back at Grunak, seeing what he can see, because if there's something coming and it's bad, then he needs to go before I do. So just checking in on on, on the on the father would be next. You see anything? Can you, can you roll me a d100, please? Sure. 90, flat. Great. Please continue. So, Augury, I'll come back to conversation. Augury, are you shimmying through the gap? Yes, so um, Augury is quite thin, slenderish, so I think we'll fit, but we'll do it slowly because if we as hell. Garnet, would you like to make me an athletics check to help Augury or catch Augury or guide Augury down? Or, or you could do, or, or Augury could do an, an acrobatics or athletics check to lower yourself down, or one of you could do it with advantage and help. Is, is Augury wearing a shirt at this point? Uh, he, yes, but he would have <laughs> taken it out just to jump. <laughs> taking your shirt off to jump down? Okay, priorities. It would be like, oh, I got this. Hey, if, if your first action as Augury in a campaign is to take your shirt off, I support this. <laughs> but Augury also has like a gabardine or something, you know, it's just yeah. topless, but something. And... Sure, sure, sure. Um, um, I wrote a seven. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. Augury has seen this few times in the dreams. But this is actually a better outcome than what he said in this trip. Just for you to know, I rolled a 1 and a 10 for my important dice. Yes. So I'm not going to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a, an awkward, like, augury. Try, you're trying to squeeze through the, the gap and you're trying to lower yourself carefully, carefully, carefully. Um, and Garnet, you are there, ready. I, I've got this, I've got this, but there is definitely an awkward, like, oh no, your hand slips, you fall, you definitely land on Garnet, the two of you are in a pile on the floor. Now, I thought you said that Josh rolls a, a bad roll, not a good roll. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, not that kind of campaign. Oh, but, I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> okay. I, I, I sort of have my hands, I have my hands sort of on all green, I'm like, 
You're wearing a shirt a minute ago. Did you lose it on the way in? Ogre <laughs> uh, will have like an anime moment here, and one of the Garnot's hands is on the nipples. And like, mm. <laughs> you can keep it there, but I think the others need some help. So, mm, can I have my nipple back? Oh, uh, you can. I have my nipple back. I don't think there's any way I can go any redder than what I already am. So, I think I'll probably go a bit purple and I'll just sort of stand up straight. Turn around and be like, "Who's coming down next, please?" Anybody? Say, Someone? Please. Anybody? <laughs> I will say, Garnet, in the the time that you've had in that space, having a quick flush around, there's definitely no one there. So, you know, is that safe? There's no one in the reception. You've got time to think about that later. But you know, there's there's nothing attacking you there, so that's good. Uh, back on the platform. Uh, so, Augury has made it through. Marnie, you were going to have a conversation with Grunak. Ingris, you're also there. What can you see, Father? Benevolent DM, what can I see down the, uh, the shaft that I, if I look over the edge with my 300 feet? <laughs> Ingris is uh, stretching, just kind of eavesdropping to hear what's down there. <laughs> Very nice. Like looking as if I'm I'm definitely about to go through this hole, but oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to prepare. Um, Marty, can you roll me another D100, please? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's for, Nat, and it's freaking uh-huh. me out. <laughs> 52. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, great. <laughs> Grunak, you peer over the edge as well, so you can see uh, the chain starting to wobble and you can see further it i mean it is far away and it is dark so it is it's still like and you know you're also old but you still have look i might be old but gorm has blessed me with very good eyes so i'll see what i see thank you very much <laughs> you can't see what might have caused it but your eyes look down the length of the chain that's wobbling, wobbling, wobbling. 30 feet, 60 feet, 90 feet, there. It's a big chain, so it's easier to see than it would have been if it was a small chain. But there is a gap in it. Something has broken it, and it is pulling and pulling, and it's about to snap i move very quickly in the direction of marnie and if ingress is still somewhere not over there i grab ingress by the arm and i head directly for the hole in the side and be like, right now then let's be getting out of here because obviously that's just nothing down there so we want to get out of this bit really quickly don't we ingress off you go oh fine and i, I go with a, with a kind of curious dagger look behind how are you approaching? Are you just like jumping in feet first again? Are you trying to lower yourself down? I'm just gonna slip on through. Sure. Uh, do you want to make me a, a dexterity check? Cool. You, you sure you don't want to make that acrobatics? Uh, sure. If you want to approach this acrobatically. I do. I do. Okay. 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 So that is nineteen. Great. What does this look like? Uh, how are you avoiding Augury and Garnet, who I can only assume are just still stood there waiting? <laughs> uh, so it's just kind of like a, a slip through, like a, like a cool little 
Uh, and at the end, it's kind of kick off the wall to kind of flip over them because. Great. Why not? So I got a night. Why? I'm, I'm holding my arms out to help, and you just fly over me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. Um, Grunak, are you forcing Marnie's to go next? Um, no, I won't be forcing Marnie, but I will be saying to Marnie, um, you need to you need to follow me immediately. Let's get off this. Nothing's coming, but we need to go. And in fact, at, um, would I have a chance to? I mean, in what kind of kit have we come with? Have we come with the typical kind of kit that we would have as any other sort of campaign, or is this like, or do we have specific work kit? I.e., do I have rope on me? You have whatever you would be traveling with beforehand. I mean, Grunak, was Grunak much of an adventurer beforehand? No, not so much, but uh, let me see, what have I got? I would have, I know what I'm going to do. I would have... I've definitely got rope. I've got an adventurous kit. Fair enough. Because I was a guards person and we carry rope. Like, there's no question. Um, Yeah, I'd maybe be like, Marnie, chuck me the rope and then follow me immediately. Right. Um, I'll hand you one end and hold the other like you want me to... And yep. I'll suddenly realise what that means and um, just slowly tie it around my midriff and just let you go through. Fine. Yep. Slowly. I'm... Well, just carefully. Like, not making too many <laughs> sudden jumping up and down jerks and movements. <laughs> I think I think I understand. <laughs> Do you like to roll me? A D100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just about the paranoia. 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grunak. Yeah. How are you approaching the hole? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the answer is uh, not playing one of my sleazy characters. Don't know that. No, uh, right. So, um, be next, Dang it. Um, yeah, I would, I think with that, oh, it's difficult because I don't want to make too much movement on this platform, but at the same time, I want to get out of there. So um, I'll probably go and just kind of, with just enough pace to kind of just sort of slide through and just like drop off the edge into the into the doorway. But I'm not trying to like fling myself through. I'm just trying to go whoop, bonk. I'm happy to land on my arse if I have to, but yeah. Sure. Do you want to make me athletics, acrobatics? Alrighty. Why not? Let's do an athletics check. See how that goes. <laughs> Ooh, it's a nine. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, so you're doing athletics. You're you're pulling yourself through. Garnet, do you want to give me a little roll to to help if you're oh, if you're stood please. there waiting because Ingress has just done sick flips over you. That's also a nine. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Incredible. I like to imagine that Grunak flies over onto Ingress, who's just kind of there, like, landing. Yeah. <laughs> I went faster than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think your, your, your strength takes you by surprise in this moment, and the adrenaline has kicked in, so you overslide. Um, so Garnet, <laughs> who has just got up again, gets your feet to the chest as you push your stuff <laughs> you fall over again I'm afraid um, and Grunak you like slide through and boom, 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 knock into Ingress as well Augury do you want to make me a dexterity saving throw just to see how that goes 14 yeah 
Yeah, I think you you just step out the way. If Grunak were to have like reached out to grab onto anything, he might mm. have like grabbed your leg, but uh, not his nipple. Not no. Well, no, his nipple uh. is standing up, and you know, oh, okay. you're you're a dwarf and also lying down. Yeah. Mm. It's not particularly helpful for grabbing onto something that's, you know, going to (laughs) help. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's not not a limb. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. You never know. The nipple is standing up, though. So I'm I mean, I'm assuming it is. I doubt it's it's warm down here. (laughs) It's pretty cold. It's pretty cold. Thank you, Ben. Cut glass of those things. As Grunak collapses through this this gap into the reception area and carnage happens um marnie you hear that happen again you feel the platform mm. and the uh the automaton says please mind the gap between the platform and the and it starts to mm. fall you are tied on there with your yep. rope yep yep uh good so you're going to start falling down could the rest I will of jump because yeah. hang on i will jump up in the air because hopefully then i will jump away from the falling lift because it will fall faster than i would fall in mm-hmm. other words i'm not affected by it anymore and i can then brace myself against the wall this assumption i don't know that's what great. i would that's what i would do great good so that's what you're trying to do um yep. could you please make me an athletics check and could the rest of you please make me some kind of dexterity or strength based check to grab onto the rope and help Marnie up. Would would if we see would. would we see Marnie jump? Uh yeah, so the platform is gonna fall past the opening, the entranceway where you are, and you will see Marnie jumping up as the platform is rising. I'll sort down. of stay in the same place and then yeah. swing down on the rope, hopefully. Uh, as soon as I um, see Marnie, my hands glow white, as does Marnie's like outline. And I'll use my tele- telekinetic movement to pull them towards me, hopefully through the gap. 14 on the athletics check. Incredible. Yeah, as soon as you jump on Garnet Seas, you uh, you are suddenly on the platform, uh, on in the reception area with everyone else because you've been pulled Great. inwards. Amazing stuff. And you just hear the, the little automaton being, platform. Um, I will lean over and look down and probably watch it disappear out of my dark vision's range because it's a long way to go. Um, there's nothing visible. Like There's nothing like any reason why this happened beyond some kind of nefarious thing that is beyond vision. Like, is there, a, is there an imp going, and then flying away? <laughs> Just like, oh, shuck, she caught me. Not at this point, no. Cool. I will, I will sweep and then um, quickly look back around the welcome area for anything that looks amiss because... Something's clearly wrong. Uh, the, as you, the, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, as you look, kind of, um, Ingress's fingers are also glowing with some kind of dark magical energy. But as she sees that you're safe, just kind of puts the head back. Well, I'd just like to point out that uh, there's nobody else here. It's just us. You mean is that the reception room? The, the reception room that you're in. Um, is it literally looks like a reception it's got um like a, a fancy marble desk that also has this nexus arts cog logo like engraved in it there is a, a plush sofa and there's a very generic pot plant um and then opposite the lift there is a, a door with above it a sign saying welcome suite 
but it is empty. A quick investigation check on the room in general. Does something look amiss apart from no one being here? Uh, sure. Go for a quick investigation check. 19 again. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing, like, obvious that you can see in terms of there's someone hiding or there's... This looks odd. Okay. Yeah. Can I make a perception check to try and smell cake? <laughs> I would also like to try and smell the cake. Oh, that's what I to say. <laughs> sure. Please make me a perception check for cake. I was told there would be cake. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 23. <laughs> now I roll good. high. <laughs> Save your friends. Low cake. High. Hi. 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 <laughs> um, no smell of cake. But you do get the, the or not that you know of. Maybe it's an orange cake because you get the the scent of oranges, um, and and fire actually. But like a, a half oranges and fire, <laughs> <laughs> but like a half fire, oh, a fireplace fire, and not At like Christmas. You smoke Christmas, yeah. But yeah. fire is orange, so I think somebody burned the cake because I can smell fire, and I can also smell oranges. Everybody, all right. I hear that if you spend all of that, you're about to have a stroke. So watch out. That's toast. <laughs> what, burnt cake toast? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't smell like burnt cake. There's no smell of cake. The smell of oranges and burning logs. Is I'm, everyone? Is everyone okay? Seriously, I, I'm, I'm, yes. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Um, Augury, Augury lost their shirt on the way in. On yeah, the way when. I lost it. <laughs> if you see it around, please give it to me. Oh, just hang on. Or not. Oh, Ali, if you want to do this, if you want to do this, I will go through my pack and oh look, I have some clothes that I'm not wearing. Oh, I've got a, I've got a special. Maybe a bit small on you, but uh, maybe you could use it to cover up if you want to. Uh, I'm gonna take it, and now that we established that it's small, it's a crop top, yeah. just covering my nip. Just below. Amazing. Great. Just below. If I raise the hand, uh, you can see the difference. Remember how it's not that kind of game, Nat? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Now that Augury has its nipples back in the discretion, Augury, I think, is going to walk behind the desk and try to find a directory, a, I don't know, this kind of things that have names on it and tells you where people is, the, even a map. I suppose it's it's unusual in that um, there is nothing. It's literally just a marble desk is there. There is a chair, I, I suppose uh, I should say. But, uh, but yeah, there's nothing particular there. No drawers or anything. Uh, doors in to the In a marble surface? desk? No. No, there's the opposite the lift. There is the entrance to the welcome suite. There is a, a big door opposite. Mm -hmm. We came in. Can I look up into corners and see if there are any, like, anything watching us? Little spy cameras. <laughs> sure. T uh, give, give me a, a perception check or investigation okay. check. Oh, that's not good. Uh, that's a three. Sure looks like a corner. <laughs> <laughs> that sure is a corner. <laughs> it's very clean, though. No spiderwebs. Mm. I'd Ooh. like to follow the smell. Mm, it takes you into the welcome suite. Would you like to go into the welcome suite? 
Is, is everybody ready to go into the uh, into into the welcome suite and have a look? Yes, nowhere else to go. Let's go. I think we should, but I would perhaps uh, to pay attention all because the what I saw down there is that the chain on that held the platform was broken, and it's a big chain. It's going to take something big to break that. So just keep an eye open, eh? So there's no way for us to get out. Oh, no, 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 no. We dwarves are hardy folk, and we'll definitely build a back route. Don't you worry. We'll find a way out of here. Okay. Sword shield out. <laughs> if Garnot's got Recalls. the... If Garnot's up front, I'll take the rear. Recast me, Jana. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I burn your spell slots with abandon. Oh, look, this door also has an anti-magic feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. As it is, are you all just going in? Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. So, so it's a um, it's a big wooden door in uh, a sort of it's, it's got a carved stone archway, um, and as you open it and go in, uh, the the smell of oranges for for Garner at least, who rolled incredibly well with his sniffing powers, uh, you can tell this is where it's coming from, and you all start to hear the crackle, the cozy crackle of a fire. Um, you open the door, you head in, uh, this welcome suite is, is, is beautiful, it's, it's very plush, there's wood panelling all around the, the outside, um, in between, uh, but the, the ceiling is um, carved stone in this sort of geometric carved, um, and it, it's stunning, it's sort of like a welcome suite that you would get in some kind of palace, um, sort of angular stone arches, and then as well as the 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 wood paneling they've also gone and added these bronze velvet curtains there's no windows mm. but there's just wall drapes just just there um being all plush um the the room is you've obviously one end on your left hand side you've got a, a very large fireplace which is where obviously the fire is coming from um but also around the room you've got uh more glowing orbs but rather than the ones on the platform which felt a little bit more functional um these ones they're in sconces and they have this geometric like crisscrossing pattern in iron around them so they're, they're very fancy um and then above this fireplace there is uh, a ginormous portrait of uh, an unusually handsome green half orc um who you will recognize this is gregarious tusk who is the CEO of Nexus Arts. Um, he's, uh, he, he welcomed you virtually for your security training. You heard a little message from him before you started fighting the, um, the golem. Uh, so you, you recognize who this is, but he's, uh, he's all uh, looking, looking suave with his, uh, with his eyebrows and sort of, yeah, just like, ah, hello. Um, Nexus Arts itself is a little bit more hush-hush and under the radar, but um, CEO Tusk is relatively well-known around the Sword Coast anyway for being incredibly rich and charismatic and an entrepreneur and a socialite. Um, so even if... Uh, you, you are likely to have heard of him beforehand, maybe, if not from the security training. This, this might be a very strange question, but is, is Gregarious Tusk rich like Bill Gates rich, like has a lot of money and uses it to yeah. do nice things, or is Gregorius Touch Elon Musk rich, um, generally a bit of a dickhead? Well, his surname rhymes with Musk. This is why I wanted to check, 
You see, I didn't want to make any presumptions about this poor half orc. He might be grand, or he might be an absolute jackass, and it's very hard to tell these days of rich people. Maybe you'll maybe you'll find out a bit more about him as we uh, continue the story. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> well, you described him as green, so he can't he can't be too Elon Musk like because Elon Musk is pale, like a dead this whale. Augury <laughs> would um, call his mage hand because he's invisible, mm. and we'll try to see what things could be pickpocket, at least in the outside from his um, outfit. Ah, so this is a portrait. It's not Gregarious Tusk himself. This is above the fireplace. <laughs> there is a ginormous portrait. Mage hand <laughs> pulling at a picture. Man, give me a gold. Give me your secrets. <laughs> I misunderstood. If you would like your mage hand to pickpocket, there are four people in this room with you. I'll leave I'll that go with you. for it. <laughs> you can have um, more clothes if you want. I've got tons of clothes. <laughs> I will just say before you do anything, um, in the room is another automaton that looks exactly the same as the first one, um, just standing to attention next to the fireplace. And in the center of the room, there is uh, this large dark wood table uh, surrounded by a couple of comfy chairs. And on the table is a box of oranges and then there is a large jug of water and five glasses, and there are five piles. And in each pile, there is a scroll, a neatly folded, looks like a uniform, and a stone. All right. Hmm. You think us? Presume so. Yeah, the little automaton says, welcome to the welcome suite. I'm 100% taking an orange, and I start peeling it. Take the stone. Take the stone? Just, do you look at the piles to see whose might be whose, or do you just pick up? Um, yeah, I will. If they have named, then I will take mine. Okay. Um, so on each of the scrolls, there is a name. So you can you can pick yours up. Find my own, yeah. Does it yeah. seem like it's just attack or is a scroll that we might need to open? If so, I will open mine. Yeah, it's a, a scroll that you might need to open. Um so if you if you open it, it's uh another contract NDA. It's basically just like It's an NDA. You, yeah, <laughs> you you've done all of your training and interviews. You signed an interview as part of the NDA and now you've got another one to sign as well. Is this any different to the others? Uh, it's it's a little bit more extensive because it, it's basically say I mean I did not write out a page worth of legal document, <laughs> so I apologise. I can't give you this in detail, but it's basically like the others were were quite vague in terms of uh, you can't talk about the fact that you're being interviewed and and that kind of thing. And this one is basically saying you're you're going to be. Um, exp- not exposed to research. You're going to basically be able to uh, see what the actual research is going on in this situation, and uh, you promise not to talk to anyone. There, there is like petty little clauses that say, like at the bottom, "I promise I am not a spy." 
Is there any point right. in the cause where it asks us not to track um, Locatius Tusk's cart as it travels around uh, the Sword Coast? Gregarious, please. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Locatius. <laughs> <laughs> Anything there? Anything about like tracking tracking his cart, or if we disagree with him personally, he, he may have a problem with that? Or? Yeah, yeah. All of okay. that is in there, yeah. Is there a petition in there for him to step down as CEO? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to pay no. to vote for that? Do they include paperwork on how we can join our union? No. We should form a union. <laughs> um, while looking through the paperwork and, and stuff, and just, like, I don't think money's really the kind of paperwork sort of person there will be a bit of looking around the room does the um wood panic i'm assuming the wood paneling is new and the stuff on the ceiling is old yeah. is the stuff on the ceiling that's old has it been like refurbished is it is there is there an effort to make this all look homogenous or is it very definite like here is the here's 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 the wood panel and here's the stone like is have they tried to make it um integrate it's like they've painted over the tiling of a victorian fireplace Wow, that's that's gross. Okay. Um, yeah. Don't think I'm going to look up. <laughs> Grenade never leaves this room. He just gets really angry and yells at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I should say as well, by the way, um, your little piles, uh, your uniforms that you've been given. Um, Ingress, yours is red. Uh, Garnot and Marnie, yours is yellow. Uh, Grunak, yours is green, and Augury, yours is blue. I'm gonna die. <laughs> 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 to be fair, they're all the Star Trek colours, aren't they? Yeah. Yellow, yes. red, green. Yeah, yes. they are. I just well, I added green because I had to have a fourth category. So. Oh, because yes, blue science and medicine. Yeah. I, I've, no, I've I've split security and engineering because usually they're all yellow. True. Yeah. Right. There's a reason for that. It's really boring. Um. Have we been informed about these uh, insignias, let's say, or is it all new for us? About the the colours and the... And the function of this, like, maybe they were like, oh, you will be given this for you to have access. Oh, the little runestone. Um, yeah, so no one has explained the stone, um, but you knew from your interviews which department you would have been hired for. So whilst it's not specifically saying um, why you've been given these colours, the fact that Marnie and Garnet have been given the same colour, you could probably be like, oh, right. Okay. So sort of making the numbers one plus two, that mm, Auguri kind of start making uh, sense of it. But I think Auguri will be really curious about to see if there is any spell being cast on it. So if everybody mm -hmm. agrees, um, I could ritual cast identify on the thing actually you know what something easier i'm gonna approach the automaton mm. and say uh, do you have any idea about it is what are you holding out the uniform or the stone the stone thank you for asking that is your nexus arts next tech rune stone please keep it on you at all times uh, what does it exactly do I will shake it next to my ear. Thank you for asking. The Nexus Arts Next Tech Runestone allows you to enter those rooms that you have been granted security access to. As new recruits, you have all been given level one security clearance. 
authorization stone or something like that, you know, put it over a sensory thing and it will either it will open a door or it will shock you or something if you're not allowed in there. Nexus Arts. Nexus Arts cares about the health and safety of its employees. We do not employ security measures that include shocking our workforce. Dropping them from a high height is, seems to be on the curriculum, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've put my uniform on. Does it go over my arm or is it an underarmer thing? It's a boiler suit. Right, we'll be here for a bit. Uh, I'd take all of my plate armor <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taking through the long, laborious process of putting on an undersuit on under my armor. That's going to take forever. Um, while doing that, I'm going to um, just say in the direction of the automaton, um, would there normally be someone here to talk us through all of this? Um, where is everybody? Thank you for asking. Yes, Administrator... Uh, Yes, Administrator Vance should be here momentarily. Oh. Uh, Ingress is just gonna... Ingress is from the Fairy Wild. There is less modesty, I guess, or weirdness about nakedness in the Fairy Wild. So it's just gonna strip the dress, put on the boiler suit, just, just brazenly just there, and cinch you to the waist. Augury do the same. Money is being very shyly and look away from both of you and we'll strip down to like we're talking long johns and like a tank top like and then put the suit back put everything on back on over the top of that but also very shipshy and if everyone's looking we'll go and hide in the corner I'll stand in front of Marty with my shield out blocking them looking deadpan away from where they're getting changed thank thank, thank, you okay Thank, thank you Changing I just say to Augury. Had you asked. <laughs> oh, where, where, where are these changing rooms then? Well, you each individually have your own rooms in the accommodation suite. You could have changed in there. And which way is the accommodation suite? You will have access to it once you have completed the induction. Oh, and what do we have to do for the induction? We need to wait for administrative... Um, I can't say this word. We need to wait for administrative <laughs> Vance to arrive. He should have right. arrived now. Look at the door expectantly. As we wait, uh, I'm going to take the clothes that uh, Marnie uh, gave me, and then I'm going to have a little uh, Regina George moment here, and I'm going to cut <laughs> the nipple area and put it on top of the <laughs> boiler suit. Sure. Sure. Are you wait? So you're not like yeah. You've got your little leather strap, but nothing. Co- yeah. You just. So I mean, I you want to make the... sure that they're unprotected at all times. <laughs> no, so I'm gonna have the boiler suit on, mm-hmm. and on top of that, the clothes that uh, Manny gave me. So there's nipple right, okay. holes, but not all the way through to the nipple. There's just a hole in the up top shirt with the undershirt right. still cut. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, so oh, what yes, was it like a white a white shirt, and then you've got the blue of the uh, the the research boiler suit sticking out underneath? Great. Uh, um, are there any numbers on the back of these boiler suits? No. Okay. Just I don't know what that's a reference like... to. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking Fallout as well. Just as right. Oh, those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Who's going to like first? Yeah, they all say seventy-six. 
No. Um, oh, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's no NPCs in this entire adventure then. Oh, well. <laughs> um, if Marnie is taking forever to uh, like completely undress and redress, you have noticed that it's it feels like no one is turning up. It, it takes 10 minutes to yeah. take off and put right. on plate armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will also say to the automaton then, so if Administrator Vance doesn't turn up, uh, one, is there anything else we should be doing? And two, where do we hand these contracts into? Uh, processing. Processing. Administrator Vance will be here. Right. Soon. <laughs> so at this point, well, you you could sign your NDAs, and I could hold on to them for him. So, like, I've already met Administrator Vance in my interview, so I should already know him. But um, like, if you just tell us where they're coming from, then maybe we can meet them halfway. If it's taken a little while. Administrator Vance will be processing, processing coming from their offices in administration. Maybe they need to take the elevator and that's clearly a problem now. Right. Um, perhaps what I have to do. Processing. Is there any I, other doors in this room? There is There is a door opposite the grand fireplace. There is a, a door out. Yeah. Perhaps if Administrator Vance is late, I could tell you about Nexus Arts. I have been listening to him indu induct other people. I could practice. When was the last time another new recruit team came around? Last week. Thank you for asking. Did they successfully finish the induction? Thank you for asking. Yes, they did. Where are they now? Thank you for asking. They will be hard at work for Nexus Arts. How is your day going today? Thank you. Is for anyone rolling for insight? Insight on the robot. No, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll insight. I'll insight the the automaton. Let's just get a sense of what's going on. Yeah, here. that's what I was aiming for as well. That's a nineteen again. Yeah, I got a fifteen. Any advances on 19? No, we're all like dog shit today. Oh no. <laughs> That's okay. Evie, what about your, your, you got some lucky dice. Got any lucky dice? They're failing me. Oh no. <laughs> the, also 19. The automaton um, seems to be, seems to be genuine in, uh, in its earnestness to, to try and help you. Um, you kind of get the sense, Marnie, that it probably, it probably doesn't actually know all that much. Um, Do any of you have a background where you may have come across automatons or constructs before? No. No. Would there have been any with Misty Steps? Maybe. So maybe? Maybe. Roll, roll, roll me. Roll me a history check. History. Okay, let's see how this goes. Okay, that, was, that wasn't dog shit. That okay. was... 16, 17, 18. Great, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, for you, Ingress, 
Um, you were you were told, actually, in advance of this, uh, by by Kyphos, who sent you here, that um, they were sure that uh, that Nexus Arts automatons were slightly next level compared to the stuff that was going on at Misty Steps. So Misty Steps automatons not quite on the level of Merc and Draw Box automatons but we're used as like servers and just information panels. You get the sense that this is a similar thing. This is like an information panel um, that could it could have been networked but this one they but they've not. They've been mm-hmm. kept so they it, they've probably got quite a lot throughout this facility, but they don't talk to each other. And this one probably lives in this room. Can I can I just kind of say to it, uh, do you have a name by which we can activate you? Thank you for asking. Yes, my name is Doris. Okay, thank you, Doris. Um, so are there other Dorises in this building? Yes, I believe so. Thank you for asking. Have you ever spoken to another Dor- another Doris? Thank you for asking. No. Okay. And what are your capabilities? Thank you for asking. I am a Directory of Responses Information System. I can give you information on Nexus Arts. And welcome you to the Welcome Suite. Welcome. Doris, do you have a map of, of, the, of the facility so we might find our way around should we not be greeted by... Uh, the administrator. Thank you for asking. I do not personally have a map on me. However, maps are available through the Nexus Arts facility. There is one on the wall just outside the welcome suite. Thank you, Doris. You've been such a help. You are welcome. And I'm guessing the exit is with a door opposite to the fireplace. Augury doesn't box leave. Augury and... just does that. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggles his fingers. <laughs> if we're leaving, because I'm going to follow everyone else if, if, if we're leaving, um, I will. Thank you, Doris. Thank you for thanking me. You're welcome. Thank you. You are also welcome, and thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. You also have a nice day. My girl does not smile enough. There's some fucking bullshit going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ingris, as we go, is just going to go to Grunok and just say, you know, if there's so many of these Doresses around, you would have thought they could talk to each other. And do you think that may be hiding something by not letting the information run freely? I mean, I'm just an administrator, so it's none of my business. But it's, it just occurred to me. It's not top of my head. Mm. You have some interesting thoughts there, Ingress, don't you? I but do, I do. You make a bit of a fine point. Uh, very strange that they wouldn't have the information flowing throughout, because by that, by that definition, how on earth would that Doris know whether or not uh, Vance was coming? It's a bit of a random guess, really. Simply, it's almost as if they just pro- pre-programmed a bunch of responses in that they thought that would be needed in such a situation, and it's not actually adapting to what's actually going on. But, or, or whatever, I don't know. 
So you're trying to tell me you think something's going on? Something doesn't feel quite right. I mean, I know this is my first job, but it's not as organized as I would have imagined it. Think as you say, like, something's not quite right. Augury has opened the door. Yeah. The corridors. <laughs> Funny you should say that, Chris. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Outside in the corridor, the lights, the same orb lights, are in sconces along the corridor. I mean, you can just see out of the door, but it is darker. They are flickering. And you can see a large foot on the floor. An abandoned foot? It's just a large foot on the floor. Is it attached to a leg? I guess we'll have to find out after the break. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you in five, ten minutes. Bye! The game is afoot. Oh, well, the game is afoot, actually. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome back to Nexus. We're, we're talking about feet. The <laughs> 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 so feet. You are left with a foot. Uh, I guess we'll discover more about the foot. I should have said at the start when I introduced the foot, uh, it's notably a Loxodon foot. It's quite a big foot. Big foot. But not big foot. It's just large in size. Okay. So, sorry, Nat, just to confirm, we're opening a door and there's a large foot, not Bigfoot, a large yes. foot. Okay. Yes, yes. Is it attached to the rest of a person? Locks it in. I mean, you can't see it from the doorway, but I guess so. It's prone on the floor. Um, oh. so it was Augury who opened the door, right? Yeah, Augury might be able to see a bit further. Um, they're wearing Mage, Mage hand track the foot closer to us. I thought you were going to say mate hand tickle the foot to see if there's a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. Do that. So dead. On a second thought, now I tickle the foot first. (laughs) How strong is a mate hand? Uh, Is it a legendary? Is a loxodon heavier than 10 pounds? I'm going to put it to you. So that answer a question. It is attached to the body. Okay, great. Yeah, good. Oh, oh, I see. Some under the carpet shenanigans is what it was. <laughs> All these hands and feet. Um, I think that is not just the foot. I think it's the whole corpse. Does anyone with better vision can examine this place? And I'll go steps back. Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. Wait, 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 I've already, already gone to look at the body. I'm yeah. ignoring the couple of bucks and I'm going. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey is invisible, right? It's an invisible yeah, Mechan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Can that be our group name, the Chuckle Bucks? I think I mean, it has been because I overuse it consistently. 
Every group name is the Chuckle Fucks. Oh. <laughs> Even Vox Magno wants the shits. Yes. Um, Marnie, you're looking at the body. I'm, I'm going over. If there's a body, I'm going to be like, okay, sure. security kicks in once again and sword and shield are out and I go over and I look yeah. down at the body. Um, as you enter the corridor, I'm assuming you're doing a cursory like yeah, I'll, do, I'll do a quick check at six and then I'll look at the body, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the lights are working. Uh, they do a little bit of a... But generally working fine. Uh, it's, uh, it's a relatively longish stone corridor. Well, I say relatively. It's about 60 foot long. Um, and uh, the end, as far as right you can see... So. Uh, no, so as you're coming out of the door, it goes to your left. Um and that's where the, the Lockstone's body is sort of facing that way, as if they were going to be oh, walking down that corridor. Yes. And then um, that goes for about 60 foot that way, and uh, it looks like a T-junction at the end. Okay. Uh, directly across from you is another door that has a panel across saying security suite. Um, next to the security suite door is a very generic-looking pot plant. Possibly generic enough that it looks exactly the same as the pot plant you saw in the reception. Yeah, they repeated the texture. I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, and there's also a poster on the wall that says uh, "Nexus Arts, bringing communities together." And uh, there's let me a, guess, it's super art deco and really stylized, and it looks like a better future. To, um, fucking yeah, and there's gregarious <laughs> tusk in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. there by any Thumbs chance a, a female figure somewhere near or behind or in the shadow of a glorious tusk who's called <laughs> Dirt? No, not in that poster. Right. Um, and so, Marnie's, yeah, so we've got, we've got hasn't poster. got video game vision. I'm looking at the fucking body. <laughs> we have corridor, we have Loxodon body, we have entrance to security suite, we have poster, we also have you don't take much time to look at it because you're focused on the body, but you do see on the stone wall sort of engraved and highlighted in blue. Uh, what could be a stylized map of the facility, but you're focused on the body, right? Okay, Marnie's going to focus on the body, but now Chris is going to ask you, like, a light blue? Because blue is a bad colour refractor for eyes, and it would actually... Never mind. Body! It looks pretty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The body is a Loxodon. Um, Wearing green, green boiler suit. Uh, Looks like they're they're posed as if they were reaching away. Um, next to the well, roll me, roll me an investigation check. That is a seven. Ah, not a good roll. Shaken, mm. shaken by dead body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so. This is, this is reaching. This is very large. Oh no. How, how, how does their face look? Scared? Sad? Uh, the fa- face down, face planted on the floor. Oh. I look up the corridor where the where. The, <laughs> where they're where they're low, where they were last reaching towards. Uh huh. It is currently empty. Oh, there's a couple more of the same plant pot. Like exactly the same plant pot? No, but it looks exactly the same. It's the same texture, Chris. We've already we've already established this. If, uh, if we have noticed that Manny has gone deeper into the room, and no sound of danger has come to us, uh-huh. assuming that that is safe, we'll walk in and try to help with investigation. Sure. That mm-hmm. is a dead body. Oh boy. What? Nice. Uh, if it, can we give it a turn? I tried to, but of course I'm so uh, awake that Algori cannot do it. 
Um, sure, sure, I'll. I will happily help you turn over the dead body. Sorry, are you okay? Is this the first time you see one of these? No, no, it's not the first time I've seen one of these, and turns out it won't be the last. Okay. Now, can I flip the gigantic lockstone body, please? I have a strength of 18 and the athlete feet. Right. Is anyone helping? I'm assuming that, you know, it... it, it is a giant um, lobster body and you're a dwarf, but you are strong, but is anyone helping? I'm not physically helping, but I'm emotionally... <laughs> not uh-huh. helping. I'm not helping, but I'm... I got you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. I know it's close, but just think of it like a big log, you know? I've, I've heard dead body and I'm making my way out like, oh no, here we go, right? I'll come and help. In clunks the cleric. Yep. Live with your legs, don't forget. Live with your legs. Am I sensing advantage now? I, I get a sense I get, might have advantage. No, you, you're fine. You can roll the body over. You don't need to roll for it. It's fine. It's, oh, it I takes... want to see what I get. It's a really high modifier and it could be really sure. good. Uh, Please to... roll me an, an athletics check with advantage, Chris. <gasps> oh my god, it's a 26. Oh gosh, well done. I'm really sorry, but I need to be an asshole here. Do roll a one. <laughs> Ali, I think you'll find I rolled with advantage. So which dice turning into a one? The lowest. In no, which case, wait. I roll with advantage, so it's still a 26. Uh, okay. If you did it the other way, what would it be? Uh, if I if it was if he if he placed the high number of one, it's the low number, which makes it twenty two. No. Still, uh, I uh, I appreciate the. I think well, for that, I think money. You go to push, and there is a moment where you just get a, a like a of uh, the smell. Money's not great with dead bodies due to backstory reasons, so there's very much a okay. Mm. Not okay. Yeah. There is a There's moment a digitation of like flowers and nice smells and chocolates. I don't think I know. Magic's been cast and I'm freaking out. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite I a combination. <laughs> um, yeah, I think what it is, money, is you you do manage to flip it, but it is as you you lift, you get that that scent, and you, what you get out the corner of your eye is that there is. Not so much a face, so much as flesh lumps. So when you go to push, there is that moment of, Ugh. okay, no, no, it's fine. We can do it. And with the help of uh, a Grunak, you could probably turn the, face, the, the body over. Cool. I'm guessing oh. there's a sort of wet slump as it rolls over, the face peels off the floor. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's not. I mean, you can see that there is a trunk still. The trunk didn't follow the body as the body rolled over. It's just, oh, yeah. Just great. Uh, does anyone want to continue investigating the body? Actually, as you roll it over, yeah. there is a scraping noise as well. So those of you that are not looking away in horror would notice that underneath the body, uh, probably in the Loxodon's hand, was a crowbar. <laughs> uh, who else is wearing green from us? Me. Oh, 
Although I'm not wearing it. So uh, if there's any point of that, then because we were all chatting and taking forever and nobody turned up, I've got the stone, I've picked it up and pocketed it, and the green overalls are maybe in my backpack or something, and I've not signed the contract because nobody's come along to pick that up. So. I've also not signed the contract for the same exact reasons. Yes. Yep. Signed it, um, took my stone, wore the outfit, didn't see anything wrong with it because I don't understand it. No gods with my face, so... Grunak, <laughs> uh, I, I saw you pick up the green one, and this guy is also wearing green. I'm not saying there is a pattern, but I will watch my back. I certainly hope it's not a pattern. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> no, no, but this happened before we got here, so uh, we'll find out. If, if, is this corpse using the boil suit on top of something else or is the only thing that they are wearing um you can probably see uh the slight opening of the boiler suit there's like a, a white vest underneath uh i'm just gonna quickly look for a similar stone like our nice nice um yeah you're looking through the the pockets and uh you see not only uh a similar stone you find a note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> so uh, the note that you find, I'm assuming you're going to look at it, read it out loud. Actually, you don't need to read it out loud because inexplicably it's a piece of paper, but you all kind of hear the voice in your head as if it's, I don't know. Like they paid for a voice actor to uh, to narrate backstory stuff. Like you could read it and it'll go faster, but you can't skip out of the menu to the voice actor. No, exactly. You've got to wait for them to. <laughs> so whilst you're looking at the note, you uh, you hear it. Lord, uh, how many times have I told you to stay out of the vents? I know you mean well and you have a fine eye for fixing, but they weren't built with people of your size in mind. I've had to send Revu to deal with the mess you made in the leisure suite. Would you kindly take a look at lift one instead? One of the gears had a wobble yesterday and it could be lethal. Lift two's not in much better condition. Thank goodness we've another hand on deck coming tomorrow. This place has fallen apart below the sheen and he might know a thing or two about dwarven construction. Chief Wilpip Nibblepin. Grunak, you recognize that name because... Yeah, he interviewed you. (laughs) Oh... Well, I think I'd almost feel a bit guilty having arrived a day late, but, well, this is when I was told to start, but I think that's me they were expecting. Sorry, mine is is concentrating away from dead face by taking out a notepad and making notes of all the names and locations. I will, once this session is finished, set up a little document where we can put all the, the things. Nice. Is there anything in the direction that the Lopsidon was reaching towards? Um, as far as you can tell, it's, it's just a corridor. Um, those, now that you're all in that corridor, you've also noticed what um, what Marnie noticed before was the, the poster and there's the map and also the doorway to the security suite, which is directly opposite the doorway to the uh, the welcome center that you were in. Um, and then, the, yeah, the corridor continues down to the left. The uh, map is what I'm looking at currently. Mm. I'm looking at it and I'm going, right, so that's where we've just come from. 
that door there is the security suite or security area and I think down there looking at this map is the Great Hall is it in a glass cabinet or is it just like posters stuck on the wall it's carved into the wall bugger I will take a quick sketch of it actually no I won't a little uh, mouse a little rat comes out of my <laughs> armour with a little artist hat on and a little thing yeah. <laughs> sets up an easel and starts painting a little display of a map oh, for me and it hands it to me it's a masterpiece yeah oh dear can we make this can we make this a Van Gogh so Roger has some um has it got beds on the face and it's missing <laughs> for no, oh, no reason don't you dismember Roger no, no. how dare just, you just like a, a like a, just I was like, like a wearing costume. a costume right that's in poor taste Roger look. Roger, look, Roger had a duel with another mouse for a prostitute's affections and cut off one of his earlobes to send to her as a sign of affection. It didn't go well. All of this happened inside Garnet's armour, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Wow. And the person that he was fighting was, I think, Cezanne? No. Huh. It was someone else. No, it was someone else. It was the one who went to um, South... Went to the... Oh! It's gone. French painter. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, so I think I think we should maybe should get <laughs> I think maybe we should check the security room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Certainly. Um, <clears throat> just That's... a moment. Uh, just, well, as in Garnet's going to take just a uh, Garnet. Sorry, Grunak is going <laughs> me, not you. Uh, is going to take a moment um, just to quickly. Can I possibly just have a quick look across this uh, this Luxodon's body and just try and see if I can decipher what might have happened to them? Can um, you make me a medicine check? Yes, please. The yes, face please. is over there. The feet are over there. <laughs> <laughs> I have deciphered they were torn apart. By, <laughs> and that's about as good as it gets. Um, where's my medicine? There we go. Ooh, decent, decent. Uh, that is a 16. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um the the way the skin has melted you get the sense that this might have been something acidic right okay um um after investigations are done seeing how distressed marnie is can i take some of the wall curtains from the previous room to just kind of drape <laughs> over amazing yes i will notably look a bit happier once the body is out of view I'll give you a little uh, thank you, Ingress. No, thank you. Mm. Very good. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'll say a little. I'm going to clasp oh, my amulet and say, a little "Oh no!" Did even get a message about saying thank you all the time? Is this a plot? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, I'll good, take my so symbol and pray. Fair enough. Move on. I'll join you in a prayer. If you start praying, I will join you in a prayer to go. Cool. Yep. yep. All right, um, I'll move over to the security door. Uh, you said about the plant pots. Do we all notice that the plant pots look the exact same? Oh, it's a dumb joke, Josh. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, sorry. This is a D&D game. We investigate this every single little bit. I, I apologise. I apologise fully. I was as sort of like yeah, no, I in my own have, head as Garland was looking at the map. 
Me too. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. That's no, no, I, in the I, I'm enjoying how suspicious everyone is. <laughs> um, it's nice that you assume that you can get in. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'll, if, if the door doesn't open, I'll try flashing my stone in front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing seems to happen. I can't get in here. Should we move on? I, I, I wonder if there is a Doris in every single room, and if so, what is there's not a Doris in this one? It's a, it's a corridor. Oh, so you mean just maybe the rooms? Okay. Did um, our departed friend have a keystone? Uh, they did, yes. I believe Augury found it. Do you want to try, try it on that door, see if it opens that door? Yeah, that's a good suggestion. And I flash. Right. I mean, when, when I mean flash, that no offense, but I think that's a Gardner's thing. Augury will find a device that looks like, oh, there is where we should put the rock next. I mean, I'm not going to be mean. There, like, there's a little, like... <laughs> panel next to the door. I'm not going to say that Garnet didn't spot it. Like, you're waving it. it in front, that's Sorry, folks. Fucking broken no. door, innit? <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, that worked. Yeah, the uh, the stone that you have from the, um, the Loxodon does seem to work. There's a, the little panel next to the door sort of glows green for a second. Um, All right. Um, hmm. Uh, can I ask if people get behind me and me and Garnet before we open the door? Because um, whatever ate that person's face might be in here as well. Fancy being employed to do security and not having access to the security room. Fancy being employed to do HR and event administration and encountering a dead body on your first day. I don't think this was <laughs> the intended... I don't think we're supposed to be doing this. Certainly hope not. But I agree. Everybody stand behind the pair of us and we'll go in first. Radio. I, I do agree with you, Garnot, and I handle the green stone. The stone that opened the green Oh, thank you. In the armor. <laughs> no one took Gordon's crowbar. What a shame. Um, right, open the door. Go back All and get right. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you... Big up a plus four mace. Shit! <laughs> uh, wow! <laughs> Look, Tim. <laughs> I, I can use maces. Hold on, I'm getting it. <laughs> Happy-go-lucky cleric that is going to smash things. <laughs> I mean, look, I put the crowbar there for a reason. It's not a plus four mace, but Nick, if you want to hold it and wield it, please do. I mean, if, if this person... You're the, you're the maintenance character. You've got to wield the crowbar. I, no I literally question. got to go and get it. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a fellow maintenance, and now seeing as though, you know, this poor Gordon is not making it to the staff party at the end of the week, which I'm very disappointed about having just arrived, I, I will go and take the crowbar in Gordon's pre defense. Uh, I will say this Lord, person Lord, is uh, called Lordy. Yeah, 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 I know. But I'm running with the. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lordy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, right. Gordon's definitely not alive. 
no. <laughs> uh, so you have a, crow, a crowbar. It uh, it functions uh, almost exactly the same as your mace would, funnily enough, uh, in terms of rolls and, and such, but it is now a crowbar. Or does it have more that it can do? Well, it never we'll breaks. Out. That's one of the famous things about the crowbar, it never breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. So you enter the mm. security suite. I'm going to open um, the door slowly and carefully, look inside before just barging in. Sure. Sure, sure. Uh, would you like to make me a perception check? I would love to. May I assist? Please. Sure. <gasps> Natty 20. 22. Oh, amazing. Uh, great. It is darker in here. It looks like the uh, whatever was powering the magical lights has uh, not been working quite as well. Uh, so you open the door slowly and you can see inside, uh, start with a whole bunch of desks on the right hand side, uh, various piles of paperwork. Um, the smell hits you again next. It's kind of similar similar smells to what was going on with uh, with Paul Lauder um, and as your eyes adjust to the room you see a couple of other corpses around um, you see on one of the desks in a far corner there is um, one of the, I mean there's paperwork everywhere in this room but this one seems to have like a little blue glowing <laughs> um, exclamation mark over it yeah, yeah. And then uh, as you open the door further in the far corner straight across from the doorway, you see uh, a sign that says Armory. And you also hear a drip. Drip. Yeah. Marnie doesn't understand references you made earlier to faceless faceless lords in the abyss now. Um, Marnie is going to step into the room slowly. Can't see any aggressors, going to see more bodies. Are they all face down on the floor? Are some lying up? Can I see the same sort of damage as was done to the one outside? Marnie is already, because body's just already looking a bit pale, not, not happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, a couple of um, bodies that are on the floor face down. There's one that's sort of on a chair that's sort of just leaning back, arms down. Um, you could tell you wouldn't be able to tell what species this person was apart from the fact that they have a tiefling style tail but you can't see enough about the rest of them okay. otherwise just like in the chair um, near by like the, the closest that you can see towards you um, is uh, an aracocra that also looks like um she was wielding a sword, okay. which has uh, melted yeah. somewhat. Oh. Marnie, this this looks like this. Um, this is a bit disturbing for you. If you spot me, I'll go around and investigate all the bodies. Okay. Um, do you, do you want to keep looking at the bodies while I take a look at the um, ominously glowing desk over there? There's definitely a quest marker of some kind. 
I have no idea what you just said. If you want to go and have a look at that, that sounds perfectly fine. Uh, can, I, can I go and investigate the paperwork, i.e. look at some of the desk paperwork desk, look, stay away from the bodies as much as possible and try and find out what's going on and I guess I'll check the paperwork on the glowing desk first? Sure, sure. Why not? I, I go straight for the the first body that I go to is the Aarakocra body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, bear with me just a second. Uh, so you're going to head over to the, the desk with the, the, the glowing paperwork. Well, I'll, just ch- I'll, I'll start checking paperwork on desks, and this one happens to be the first one I check for reasons oh. best known to the players of the D&D game outside of that. <laughs> Would you like to roll me a... Sterity six. <laughs> a D6, please. Oh. Six. Great. The note that you have discovered. Uh, and this, uh, again, the voice that you inexplicably hear in your head um, as you read this is one that you recognize. <clears throat> Security Chief Rukiuk's log, second day of the 25th 10 day. Today's agenda. Ensure uniforms are pressed and polished. Observe new recruit final safety training session. Uh, Side note, I am most impressed with recruit Garnet. Uh, The others were concerned he might be a touch naive and not have the hard grit, determination and fierce eye for subterfuge that's needed in the heady world for corporate security. But he has an exciting track record of field experience that I am sure will make an exemplary officer. Uh, After that, final meeting of the day, Sausage second days at the cafeteria. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start taking notes on that. Look, some of them have crucial plot. Some of them don't. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll pick it up and look at it and... um, I'll put it in the pocket. Okay. Um, you augury notice that. Are you trying to be stealthy about it? No. Then probably. Um, um, I'll keep looking through the paperwork for anything important or interesting, but I guess I found the important note, so that's me looking at papers. Um, Garnet, you said you were going over to the Arakokra. Yes, I'm going to investigate each of the bodies one at a time, but the Arakokra would be the first one I go over to. Now noticing the Isruic, um, I will look for their runestone. Mm. be the first thing that I look for. Uh, yes, so it is uh, Chief Rukiak, um, as you, you guessed. As you are looking, um, what are the rest of you doing? Ingris, Grunak, Aubrey? <sighs> Um, I was going to probably shout out to Garnet as as he's going around and say, don't mean to sound crude, but this, uh, whatever the acid burning is doing and getting at their faces, if you see any that has a more of a solid face, uh, specifically I'm talking about being having a mouth, I might be able to get a few answers. Just let me know if you see one. Yeah, um, sounds a very odd request, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, can I look for the source of the dripping? Please do. Please make me an investigation check. Okay. 
Ooh, okay, that was nat 20, uh-huh, for a 23. Nice, nice. Yeah, you're looking around. I mean, you all have dark vision, so it doesn't really make a difference that this room is darker than me. Um, you can see on the floor, I mean, more clearly than with Lorda in the corridor, uh, some of these bodies have puddles around them. And you can see that the puddles are what is receiving the drips and as you look up you can see above you that the ceiling is also wet but not wet in a oh that's damp leaking through the ceiling kind of way <laughs> oh that's gonna cost a fortune oh <laughs> all right i'll cast mending it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, property rates just went down <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> um yeah, this uh, the wetness on the ceiling has a little bit more bulk and form. Uh, could you all please roll me initiative? <gasps> I mean, it's really rather not. Against the bulky wetness? Sure. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, Marnie, you have advantage. I know, I remember. 21. Oh, nice. 19. 7. Oh, well, that's the time for a nat 20 for a 19. Ooh. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so is that um, seven for you, Ingress? Seven, yeah. Seven, and Augury, you got nine. Great. Marvellous. Let's see. All right. Uh, Ingress. As you look up, this uh, this wetness on the ceiling. Oh gosh, I have so much to scroll through. Uh, here we go. Uh, yes, good. Uh, the wetness on the ceiling starts to like pulsate a little bit, and then starts to move in a. It sort of starts pulling itself into a more like a, a, a more of a shape more of like a like a large maggoty shape but maybe yeah 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 it's probably about mm, 25 30 centimeters across um and starts drawing itself down from the ceiling and uh, let me see. Uh, so uh, Ghana and Marnie went further into the room Grunak you were to Augury and Grunak, you were still towards the door, right? You'd not entered yeah. fully, fully. Fine. Let's see who it goes for. Um, I don't know if you want to allow it now, because it is a free action, but also it's a roll. I'd want to draw focus if I can. So if something's sort of coming up the ceiling towards Ingress or Garnet, I would shout, it's coming out of the ceiling and try and get in the way. It's up to I you wouldn't try to walk people walls. as well, to be honest. <laughs> No, it's coming out of the ceiling. It's coming out of the ceiling. It's coming out of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It was kind of above you anyway. Great. Good. Fantastic. Uh, could you please make me a dexterity saving throw? My best. Nat one. Oh, no. For a three. Oh, a little 
Marley. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ingress, as you are looking at this form on the ceiling and pointing out, it's almost like slow motion. You're going, that's a trip. Extends and just uh, covers Marnie's face and head. Um, oh, dear. Marnie, you are grappled. Sure. And restrained. Sure. Can you breathe in water? <laughs> no. Okay. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. uh, please, can you take me... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey. Uh, 20 points of necrotic damage. Sure. I would scream, but my mouth is covered. Mm -hmm. You probably hear a muffled yeah. scream. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. At the moment. The ceiling is still wet. This was not the only thing on the This ceiling. wasn't all the heavy wetness. <laughs> this was not oh. all the heavy wetness. <laughs> um, from the corner, another one another shape of uh, of water starts to form and sneak towards and it's going to snake its uh, appendage around <laughs> its oozy appendage is going to sneak towards Augury Augury going to get wet Yes. Yeah. Hey, there's some heavy wetness with an appendage heading your way. I'm all for this. And Augury is what, fine about this. Just remember the way your nipples are, you do 1d4 piercing damage. <laughs> uh, does a 18 hit you? Silvery marks. Ah, yeah. nice. Okay, so um, it's it, it's looking to try and like whack you around the legs. This thing. So, you, well, it's not um, silvery barbs can't stop a is magic, right? Yeah. So uh, it's a spell. So you roll with disadvantage. But it's not a spell. No, no. You can use silvery barbs on any uh, d twenty roll. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. No, I'm with you. All right then. So previously it was an eighteen. Uh, yeah, okay. It does a 14 hit you. Missed it. Nice. And so I'm going to give advantage to Garnot. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, so this uh, this blobby form just tries to whip at your foot, but you see it coming in the dark after Ingress has uh, screamed, so you manage to step out the way. But it is right there next to you. Uh, good. That's that. Marnie's. It is your turn. This bubble of awfulness that is all around my head, can I see mm. through it? Uh, yes, it's clear. Great. Manus will fall to their knees, struggling with their face, unable to breathe, and clearly utterly terrified. Um, as they do, as a bonus action, I'm going to summon an echo that will appear out of the wall. Um, next to me, like within five feet. Mm -hmm. So next to me, but not me. I will then, without realizing that I'm doing it. Um, no, yes, no. Yes, I will then, because it is not restrained and it is not grappled, uh, it is going to attack 
because I can use all of my attacks through it. Yes, I can. It is going to attack the um, ooze wrapped around my face. Uh, what do you mean ooze, Brood? Uh, yes, please do. <laughs> the ooze now. <laughs> <laughs> so my shadow's doing all the work and I can't see it and I have no idea what's going on. So I get two attacks and um, do I use the thing? Checking on the wording of the thing. Excuse me while I... <laughs> do the thing! Do the thing. Yes, uh, I can use a feature called Unleash Incarnation where I get three attacks instead of two, so I'll use all of them on this with no limitation. Great. 25, 13, and 20 to hit. Two of those hit. For 12, 19 total. Nice. So uh, how is your um, echo attack? Is it just sort of slicing down or are you stabbing through or the echo is basically a more confident version of Marnie so the echo will step out see this and start just raise its shield and then slice either side of it trying to cut it down to size so that Marnie can breathe um I'm assuming that 90 points damage isn't enough to destroy it and therefore it doesn't free Marnie no so the echo will try and do all of those things trying to protect its regular self who is currently not having a good time, fallen to their knees, really quite, like, looks like they're drowning and not good. Not good. It's it's not great. It's not, not a great, great time. Not a great time. <laughs> no. Uh, good, yes, this, uh, this thing continues to just be there. Yeah. Uh, great Garnet, it is your turn now. Uh, seeing as Marnie is in a lot of trouble, I will sprint over to them, short sword and shield out, and I will almost like leap in the air and jab down, trying to estimate going for the, like the tip of the tail of this creature, because I know that if I do that, I won't hit Marnie in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's do the we aim. know that? <laughs> <laughs> you would see the echo as well. Like it's it's not shy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will. Um, I will judge the height of the echo to the height of Marnie and try and get the right spot. So it's exactly the I same. Would, yep. Yeah, I will attack that. Uh, the first attack is with advantage because of silverly barbs. <laughs> one of them was an actual one, but it's twenty-three in the end. Nice. Yes, uh, that will hit. That is going to be eight points of piercing damage. Eight point of piercing. Now, there's there's an element to this that I, I realize I've not introduced, which feels a bit unfair to do retroactively, but uh, and especially because when Marnie's echo was attacking, obviously it's attacking, it, it's Marnie as well. So I'm gonna give a little bit of leeway on that, but um, Garnot, Eight damage, yes, acknowledged. Could you please make me some kind of uh, dexterity precision-based attack to not also hit Marnie? Let me to roll the attack again or just roll dex? Uh, no, you don't need to roll the attack again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, please roll me a dex check to go along yeah. with it. Ooh, that's a ten. Okay. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna split this slightly different so differently. So out of the eight, I'm gonna say money you take two points of damage, and this thing is gonna take six. Okay. 
I haven't realised. Yeah, I haven't realised that I've done that. So as I pull the sword out, I then spin round and try and little cut around the top of it mm -hmm. uh, for my second attack, which isn't with advantage. I need to click to have advantage. Ooh, that's a fourteen to hit. That just hits. Ooh. Okay, that will be six points of damage, and as that happens the first time i've ever done this my shield hand i raise up into the air and a, a white dagger appears in my hand and i will use psionic strike to attack the one that's in front of augury but hold Which on to that at the moment two points of damage but yeah great right. okay okay uh, yeah i can do that that's fine um this second attack on the one that is on marnie uh can you make me a, a second uh dex check to, uh, Ooh, dirty 20. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. So the uh, the full six goes to the creature. And then it's um, two points of force damage to the one next to Augury because I rolled yes. a one. That's yeah. fine. I got that. I got that. Amazing work. Good. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really make any noise, but you can definitely see that the one on Marnie is, I mean, there's less of it now. There's bits of it that have just slopped off and don't seem to be moving. And then as my bonus action, because the Sionic Strike is part of my attack, I will sort of try to grab hold of the thing that's around Marnie and I'll be like, come on, hang on, that's not his voice. Uh, come on, I'll give you a hand, come on, let's get it. And I'm going to use my racial feature of Faye Gift to use Hospitality uh, on Marnie, so both of us gain 1d6 plus 3 temporary hit points. Amazing. Oh. Great. Uh, which is only four, because I rolled a one again. Hey, man. Four's a four. Taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my turn. Amazing stuff. Great turn. Uh, Grunak, you are up next. Um, right. Uh, horrible little slimy maggots, apparently. Um, <clears throat> Doesn't look like a maggot. It's just about the, the shape-ish. Right, got it. Getting, like, the Abyss vibes. I know it takes us back a bit. Was that 90s? No, no one's seen it, just me? Okay, I'm all. I feel like I have seen it, but a long time ago. The first time they really got the CGI of like a watery face coming out of a pool and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh. I mean, that's pretty much what the, the stat block picture looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, not really sure what I can do. Um, I'm looking at everybody around Marnus. That's looking like that's kind of under control to a degree. And Augury's right next to me, and there's one right next to Augury. So I will just... It's just like... Just turn... Just like, waiting. Lovely. Glorious. <laughs> I will turn around to Augury um, and to that thing, and I'll just kind of ready my shield um, and my crowbar in this instance <laughs> um, <laughs> and say and just go alrighty then well we're going to be fighting a few things Augury come on get behind the shield no harm no point in you getting hurt uh, now you wee shite and I'll just uh, <laughs> cast sacred flame on it <laughs> um, so that's a dex saving throw from the ooze excellent stuff uh, oh, it's it's pretty dexy. Uh, it's a 19. Oh, well, then 
it hops out the way of a sudden burst of radiant light that does absolutely nothing because it's cantrip. So, and I really don't know if I've got anything else I can do right now. So uh, that's probably going to be about it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. It, it's yeah, it's surprisingly lithe. It's just kind of there, like, and it just kind of scoots to the side, like. Whoa. Uh, and your flame, <laughs> <laughs> your flame shoots past through. Well, no, what it does is it splits and makes a hole in itself. Oh. But your flame just goes perfectly through. Nice. And then, re- then reforms. Oh. Yeah. Smart little bastard, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> dirty, dirty tricks. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no, no. I put all of the things that could be on this floor in one thing, so I've just got to keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, great, it's your turn next. Always stack your encounters, folks. <laughs> Auguri is going to look at Kronak uh, like, I can handle myself very well and draw something that looks like a heel, like just a heel, no, no, no blade. And I'm going to move a little bit to gain advantage with Kronak. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna just uh, make a strike and a very um, loud sound comes from it, just more like a shockwave. And I'm gonna cast the uh, Booming Blade. Nice. Which I need to make an attack with advantage. I roll a 10 using my portent for a total of uh, 15 to hit. That does hit. Nice. Uh, So you're going to take first... um, Come on, give me the damage. Eight point of slashing damage. Great. And then you are going also take... um, two points of uh, thunder damage. And because I'm also a rogue, you're gonna take sneak attack damage. Oh, eight so more, Eight more slashing damage. Amazing. Uh, oh, I just put that in wrong. That's not clever. Come here, right. And so that, that was eight slashing to start, no, six slashing to start with, and then and then two thunder. I can give you the tutorials, yes. So, um, Eight slashing, mm-hmm. two thunder, and eight slashing again. Great. And then I'm going to use my bonus action, cunning action, to disengage and put myself behind Gronach and say, Do you know what? Maybe I went a little bit too high <laughs> with my statement. <laughs> so sneaky. Really insane myself up for that as well. That's I've my got this. <laughs> And I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, Ingress, your turn. Cool. Um, what's the situation with Marnie going on at the moment? Do, do they need any help? Uh, there, there is still an ooze on, on their face. There's, okay. My shadow's okay. been away things again, and Garnot's helping as well, so... Yeah. You're welcome to do other things if you want to, I think. There's a lot of lot of stabbing and slashing happening around Marnie's face. Some of it looks like mm. it might be hitting Marnie. Um, yeah, you know what? I will do the thing. Um, I'm going to cast Vortex Warp um, on Marnie and just mm-hmm. say, it's okay, I'll get you out of there as a little warning. And 
kind of just, and everything just kind of bloop, and you end up with the rest of us out of views, just like 10 feet away. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing stuff. It was just a, on the on the floor. I will fucking take it. Yeah, money will um, be warped out and will be stand be next to you, coughing and spluttering on the ground, looking um, utterly terrified. I just want to double check, just to just to make sure. It definitely, if a creature is grappled, it frees them from the grapple, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Think so. Unless the other creature goes so. with, which it can't. Excellent stuff. Amazing. Um, and then, um, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna quicken anything. I'm just gonna turn to Marnie and be like, "Okay, you're all right now. Just got to deal with you. Okay, you can breathe. It's all good. It's all, it's all good." <laughs> Marnie is doubled over, just <sighs> like really properly not okay. Like just kind of a rub on the back. <laughs> breathing heavily, very upset. Not sure what just happened. Oh, poor baby. Try to be as reassuring as possible. Hmm. Also, Ingress actually being nice, that's nice. Yeah. Ingress is nice, just not about corporate yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to set up that Ingress is nice so that the heel turn is legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, corporate surprise do not need to be fake all the time. No one said that. No, sure. we're in the corporate spy handbook. <laughs> no, and I've read that handbook. <laughs> Twice. Back to front and forwards. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, so the the ooze that is just like slopped onto the floor. Look, if a puddle could look disgruntled, it looks disgruntled. Um, the closest thing to it now is Garnot. And the echo. Oh, and the echo is there as well. This thing looks like Marnie. It does. It's 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 a greyed out version of Marnie. Looks a bit like a, a living shadow. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it's it's not. Sorry. Um, that's not. Oh, sorry. Before I end my turn, can I, as I'm kind of giving comfort, to shield Marnie from the gruesomeness beyond, can I spread my useless wings and just kind of force field? Can't see anything. Nothing's going on. I feel like that should be a song. Like, I spread my useless wings. <laughs> I Sarah Brightman in it. <laughs> I shield you from the horrors. Yeah, great, so love it. Great, please do. Wings, the, wings yeah. have been spread. <laughs> Marnie, there are suddenly. What? What do these wings look like? Um, they are very feathery, very celestial looking. They kind of got mm. some goldenness at their base, but at the ends, they kind of blacken and kind of curl up a little bit, almost like they've been burned. But that's just at the ends. Mostly they're glorious. Yeah, I'm not going to question it at all. It's definitely fine. Yeah. Pay no attention to the uh, the concerning tips of these wings. Pay no attention to the burns at the end of the wings. There's another Sarah Brightman song. Attention. my wing. Could be Evanescence by that point as well, couldn't it? It's a very different vibe, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> You are the burnt ends <laughs> of my wings. Anyway. Very, very good. That very good. <laughs> okay. The ooze that is disgruntled on the floor uh, is going to look at uh, this shadow form of, uh, of Marnie. It has an uh, 
Yeah, it does. Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt you, though. Um, uh, where has it gone? It's lower there than my go. AC. It, 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 is, it, is, it is shit to the <laughs> Is it shit to the tune of 11? No. What's up, dog? Is that, is that a no, no, I beat it or no? I no, you, you don't hit it. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this, this disgruntled ooze has flopped to the floor, kind of rises up a little bit. Sock Puppet looks at the shadow and tries to slap at the shadow, uh, but your shadow is too deft. The one... What little pass through it? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing there. <laughs> but it looks... Ah, I can't! No! Um, good. The one that is near Grinak and Augury is going to similarly pull itself together and look at Grunak and it's going to try and launch itself at you, Grunak. Mm-hmm. Could you please make me a dexterity saving throw? Oh no. Look it on dwarves, let's see how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeling mighty abused over here. Look, no, you're right there. Audrey yep. specifically went behind you. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's gonna hit me. That's Ooh. six. Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, this this one has also around now Grunak's face. Uh, Grunak, can you please take me? Uh, ooh, uh, seventeen necrotic damage. Yeah, all right. And uh, that is its turn. Next up. I realized I needed to say who was next because no one else is going to speak. Marnie! Marnie's, it's your turn. Okay. Marnie is still not okay, but the Echo is fine. The Echo is going to smack the ever-loving shit out of the, um, definitely not a slithering tracker that is, um, on the floor <laughs> that tries to swallow its face. Mm-hmm. Please is, do. Is, yeah, great. I'll just do two attacks this turn. I'll save the um, incarnation attack. So just two attack rolls. Mm-hmm. Nat 20. Oh, yes. And a 16. Both hit. Groovy. Uh, 15 on the Nat 20. Mm-hmm. And another ugh, 7. On the um, oh. sorry, uh, I thought uh, you were going to say something else as well. It is, it, it it's, it you can see it's still kind of twitching and moving, but all right, I'll burn the bloody right unleash incarnation for another attack. Fine, 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 fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We'll need them later. It's fine. Twenty-five to hit. That will hit. Yeah. Another uh, eight on top. Great. Yeah. You. I mean, you get the feeling the red. All of you watching, now that you've seen these things take a few hits, you get the feeling that, uh, well, that's a good point. Do the echoes count as magical attacks? No. No. Same attacks as me. Yeah. You get the feeling that um, ordinary piercing, bludgeoning, or slashing damage uh, is reduced, perhaps when trying to fight this creature. So it's maybe taken a hit extra than it would have otherwise. Uh, but uh, what does it look like as Manny's Echo? The Echo is quite brutal and quite vicious. So we'll just 
stab down on the floor repeatedly until it is dead and will then turn and bullseye at the other one on the other side of the room. Well, Honest will, um, I think, yeah. Might will straighten out of the um, out of the wings and will look up and also almost drawing some of the strength from the echo without knowing it's happening, and will also look over at the one that's currently on Grenak. And I will use my movement, i.e. Marnie's will use Marnie's movement to go over to the one on Grenak to help. And I will action surge, and I will take two more attacks now directly from me. As I just <laughs> same thing is. Get off my friend! Sure, sure. That's the damage. I haven't rolled an attack roll yet. Stupid. Ugh, 12 to hit. That does not hit, I'm afraid. And uh, 10 to hit. Yeah, both miss. Oh, no. Story dice really on form. Still shaking. Still trying to deal with the whole situation. Yeah. You remember the... Even though, even though it wasn't a big hit, the fact that um, Garnet had nicked you while he was trying to cut you out. Yeah. Possibly stalls you as yeah. you run over to hit this thing. Oh no, I might hit. Poor Father Grunak. Mm. But I'm sort of there trying to help. That's the end of my turn. Garnet. Sorry, I have a question. Yes. When the thing that uh, is on Grunak's face, yes. does that count that they moved? So they were in the space and then they moved to Grunak's face? I mean, oh, I don't know the mechanics of this. It was within five feet to start with. So yeah. technically it it's now on Grunak. So it would have been, it has technically moved, I guess, but it's it doesn't count as movement. Okay. Just a uh, trigger for my booming blade, but that's fine. Uh, There's a really boring way to check. What's the attack range? on the um, swallowing a person thing. Does it have a range? Five feet. Did... Yeah, so it didn't move by game rules. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I sneaked it with Marnie because it just dropped itself from the ceiling and then was within five feet. Sorry. Uh, but good thinking, though. Thank you. Um, Garnet, it is your turn. Means I made a slight error on my last turn. My psionic strike is used on the target that I attack, not on a different target. So I misread it, but I will make sure that I didn't do it again. I will run over to the one that is attached to Father Grunak and I will start not knowing that I nicked Marnie. I will start attacking it twice. The second attack, or oh, I'll explain depending on whether I hit. Um, so the first attack. 17 to hit. That will hit. Second attack is a 19 to hit. Both hit. So the first attack, as I slash down, the blade of my short sword lights up white as I strike into it, and that will use the psionic strike. So that will be... I'll do the damage first, then I'll roll the dex check. So it's sure. eight points of piercing and seven points of force with a... 22 on my dex check. Amazing. Yeah, you uh, you managed to avoid Grunak with this. So uh, obviously the, the force damage is fine, but you do notice the uh, the piercing damage you've you've seen now. It's uh, not as much as you would like. Oh no, that's not 111. That's so that was the first 11. attack as so I slashed into it and then yeah. I sort of bring the blade up and cut back through. Second attack hit, 
that is a that is ten points of piercing damage, and the dex check is another twenty-two. So rolled eighteen again. Great. Uh, no false damage on this one, just the piercing, right? Just the piercing, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, so you're slicing and cleaving bits of this off, and it's leaving puddles on the floor. Uh, uh, great stuff. Do you want any of the bonus actions, anything else? Uh, that is the... I think that's going to be the end of my turn for the minute. Great stuff. Grinak, you got so news on your face. Yeah, I do. I do. It's a new experience. It's <laughs> hundred and something years old and never been through this before. Anyway, um... <laughs> it's like something new every day. Right. It's, it's a learning experience. Um, this is a new king combo. That's the Grappled and restrained. <laughs> you're I... grappled and restrained. So I can't actually do anything other than try and break free? Uh... You can do a lot of things just with disadvantage. Yeah. I'm just going to be trying to break free, I think, though. Um, so I will... I think I can help with that next turn, if that helps for decision-making. Um... I don't know. Well, well I will... <laughs> So I'm just, yeah, I think that's pretty horrible. It's standing there ready, and then this ooze just approaches and covers his face. So he will uh, not breathe, because he can't, but kind of have a momentary, he'll just kind of, a, a slight momentary prayer in his head towards Gorm, being like, I stand as your vigilant uh, stalwart defender against the darkness, so help me out right now, please. And I will take the crowbar and I will try and ram it up inside of the thing and try and peel it off my face so that I can breathe, basically. <laughs> I can't cast any spells. They all need a vocal quality. My, my oh. face is covered. So <laughs> up and trying to push this away. This is a, I am an athletics de-grapple check. Perfect. Sounds good to me. I want to crowbar his face. Yeah. Is it going to work? Uh, that is an 18 from me. Ooh, let me, let me. I'm so sorry. I rolled pretty high. Uh, no, it seems to, it's it's just, it starts to cling on tighter and tighter. And now you just have a crowbar, like, smush, 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 smush. Question Yes. So what are the uh, uh, effects on, on granite? Restraint and... Grappled. Okay, okay. I see that alley brain ticking away. <laughs> <laughs> There's plotting happening in that corner. Uh, yeah, so, so now you you cannot breathe and you have a crowbar smushed against your face. Uh, any bonus <laughs> actions? <laughs> well, I, I, suppose, uh, I, I don't think there's any reason for, for, for Grunak to move, but my question would be, if if the, the target of a booming blade is forcibly moved, does it react? Does it go off? <laughs> if oh, I wow. move and it has oh, to be moved with you, me, you can't move your respect. Yes. Oh yeah, no, of course I can't move. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that key aspect. Never mind. <laughs> I'm assuming that means it must have. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the step block there. It must have a bit of it that is on the floor, and then it's sort of extended, and then is around your face, rather than to keep you still. The slithering track of visual from as far as I recall from games is like a sort of like <laughs> over the top of someone, so it's still yeah, in its yeah. space. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, can I? Got you. Uh, all right then. And nothing else from from Father Grunek? Unless I can try and ungrapple again. I don't think there's anything I can do. Yeah. 
Alright, Ogre? So, mm. Ogre is gonna step aside Grunak and then is going to take his hand and put it on Grunak's shoulder and start slide, slicing it underneath the slime and then he's gonna cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please? Outwards. <laughs> could you please make me a, a Constitution saving throw, fifteen? Sure. You. Oh, that was really low. That did not succeed. That was a four. <laughs> uh, it's pushed away ten feet, and also takes um, ten points of thunder damage. So let me get it right. Remind me how so you what you slid your hand under the thing between Grunak. Right. So you've got the crowbar there and you slipped your hand under there as well. I hope so. <laughs> right. It is attached like round Grunak's head. Okay. So when you say it's pushed ten feet away from you, <laughs> I think all of you are going with it. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get all technical here, <laughs> but grapple it uh-huh. things like thunder wave uh, forces movement, finishing right. the. Uh, but it's up to you. It's, it's your call. Um. You know what? This thing is unhealthy. So between the thunder wave damage and your booming blade, which I'm assuming will proc if it moves as well. Force movement technically. Force movement, doesn't it? What if I use a second level spell instead of first level spell? You think can I make it? What if, Ali? What what is the... Read, Read me thunder wave, please. Yes. Thunder wave. So, um, a wave of thunderous force uh, waves are from you. Each creature in a 15 foot cube originated from you must make a constitution saving throw. I'm taking certain damage. Um, and it's pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half damage and isn't pushed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it works fine. I think it works absolutely fine. It pushes the creature. But the way that it works is because you've got your hand stuck under there. You push it and it the the thunder like crackles through the whole thing. But you and Grunak are dragged 10 feet with it and it explodes in a big acidy mess. <laughs> as you are you, and you're both sent flying into the wall. <laughs> as this thing just gone on ice we're within five feet because we were both trying to help Grunet get out of it so are we affected yeah. by this too? I'm, I'm going to give Augury the benefit of the doubt and assume that the 15 foot cube that he was aiming was away from everyone else yeah yeah okay. so you, no hear the, you hear the noise right? <laughs> no we just get the splashback that's all we get yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, do we take any acid damage or? No, no. 
no, no, it's fine. I think the, uh, I think that would be petty. The, the way it's, there's no specific rules on like, if you purposefully stick your hand in this. Yeah. So, yeah. It was specifically trying to leech out the life of uh, Grunak and Marnie. But, uh, yes? Is everyone okay? <laughs> um, my echo vanishes. <laughs> I, I think so. Um, that was painful. It was very, very painful. That indeed it was. Wings come in. I'm doing okay. Well, now we know what happened to all the people here. There's no more of them on the ceiling, is there? Not that you can see. The ceiling is damp, but it looks like a residual dampness now. How high is the ceiling? Normal ceiling height? I don't know, what is that, 15 feet? I, I don't know, it's really hard to tell that because I'm six foot three, I can touch ceilings by reaching up, but I don't think Marnie can. <laughs> no. 2.4 meters. <laughs> it's an average ceiling height. Can, can you reach up and, and touch the ceiling, Garnet? You're quite tall. Uh, hang on a minute. Sword out. <laughs> yeah, no, I can touch it. About ten foot, I'd say. I think I can. I will say, as you raise your sword, Garnot, everyone's obviously looking quite closely at it. Augury in particular um, has noticed that uh, there's a little bit of uh, wear and tear. Ding. A little bit. And if that leads the rest of you to look at any weapons that you've used to attack this thing. I hit with my, I missed with my sword, but I swiped near it as well. It's also pitted. Yeah. Um, Probar's fine. Oh. Oh, this is quite sturdy. I think I will keep on to this. (laughs) I put the sword away. The the sheath of the sword is in my shield, so I put it in there. Keep the shield on my side. Um, I'm going over to the armory, over the cave bit over there where there looks like there might be some weapons. I'm going to take some of them because I'm not having my gear get damaged by this stuff. Interesting, Josh, that you assume that you can get into it. I will use... I will use the the Aracopus rune stone to get in there and the force if I have to. (laughs) (laughs) You will open for me. (laughs) What if we put together all the stones? It's like a mega sword. Mega stone. (laughs) Hang on. Whose stone did you just pick up? Bernard, did... Uh, the the person who interviewed us. All right, security chief. So I'm going to guess that their stone will work on the, the on that. Uh, uh, Rukik uses uh, she had pronouns. Used. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Recognize her. This thing does a monster on people's faces. I'll sort of touch my face. Have I got holes in my face? Are there holes uh, in my face now? Are there holes in my face? I mean, you've, you've got, got a little cut. <laughs> I mean, you've taken them. some damage. It's a little, uh, yeah. It's, is it like an acid burn? Is it like, is this a bit yeah, big? Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. is the beard still there? Um, yes, it's not. Um, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a very light, feathery um, moustache, but mostly it's sideburns. They're all still I was wondering if the acid dissolved earlier, now you got patched to it. Oh, no. <laughs> that DM's cool. Do I have a patchy beard these days? Oh, I... Uh... 
No, I think this time, this time it's okay, but uh, who knows in the future. Yeah. Um, in terms of the investigating the armory, uh, funnily enough, Chief, Chief Rukiek's runestone doesn't seem to work. This this place is completely backwards on their security protocol. You would have thought the head of security would have been able to get into the security locker of the armory bit. Mm-hmm. Why is it the green the green jumpsuit people can get into the security room? But the security- That's a good point. Perhaps I'll try it my is- one. Can I try my one on it? Uh, it does not work. No. Can I try the box dolls one? Sorry, one more sec. Evie, what did you say? And Ingrid's seeing uh, the failures. It's just going to go over to Greenak. Like, Greenak, you're so you're so smart, of course. Why don't you try using your crowbar? I mean, you're so good with it. I mean, that's got to do it, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's very kind of you to say the uh, the old crowbar exactly. didn't do much last time, but I'll, I'll certainly. Give it a go, I guess. <laughs> eh, why not? Shove the crowbar in. <laughs> uh, so the the armory itself uh, that you're you're trying to enter is um, it is just like an, a sub room within this room, and the the door it just seems solidly stuck this time. Um, it's interesting that the um, the panel that you put the um, the rune stone over. It did look like the the chiefs should have worked. Um, I think Grunak, you got a bit of insight into these things. It might be that uh, something is amiss with why it's not working. Um, one of you was looking around at the other bodies in the room before the fight. Who was that? That was that was me. I, yeah. I was going around all of the bodies. Yeah. Um, there was uh, one of the other bodies in the room, I think, just before things kicked off, you were looking at the body of probably a tabaxi. Um, and you think you remember there being something in their pocket, but you were distracted by the uh, the fight and the appearance of the, the slithering trackers. I will go back to that body and carry on investigating all the bodies if I can't get into the locker room. Can I investigate the door briefly and see if there's any way I can see around the sides or anything like that? Just for a quick check. Sure. Sure. May I help, given that apparently I had some insight into this door thing being busted? Thank you. Ooh, 17. Nice. Um, I mean, it it doesn't look like the... It, it's pretty tightly sealed, mm-hmm. so it's not like there's little rivets or anything. It's <laughs> it's kind of standard door, but has some strange new technology that has locked things. There's no way to see, um, there's no way to see on the other side or anything like that. Uh, no, there's, there's no windows in this door. As part of the uh, research... I was going to say, Garnet, you, as you're looking through the, the bodies, you did find the, the tabaxi that you were looking at earlier again. And uh, there is another note, uh, because this, this game is all about finding the notes. Um, 
and uh, the, this tabaxi uh, wearing uh, the yellow of security, as as were everyone in this room, actually. Um, and this one, as you're looking at it, says, um, Officer skips through Moss, security log, day 78. My sources were right. Infiltrating this facility was the correct call. It feels like there's many wheels in motion here, though. More people playing their own game than actually doing the work we've been paid to do. Chief Rukiak keeps a beady eye, but not enough, I fear. For one, I've managed to slip right under her radar. I have my suspicions about the new administrator as well. It didn't come up in our interview, but I can smell the Feywild on her, and I've had first-hand experience of how tricksy the Feywild can be. To be on the safe side, I have changed the passcode to the armory and the security office to Moonbeam. I'm not sure why I feel a compulsion to write down these top-secret thoughts and ideas, <laughs> but it will make things easier to complete my report when I make it back home. I will fold that up and just put it in my armour, and I'll walk over to the door and I'll type in Moonbeam. Uh, there's not anything to type in, but you get the sense of, like, you hold the thing over and you say the word. Oh, okay. You're holding it uh, over. I don't know what this is. I mean, it would be really good if there were some sort of moonbeams around. <laughs> the door opens. Uh, oh my god, you're so smart. You Thank you. so good. <laughs> I, I see why they hire you. What, what were you doing before this? Uh, I just, you know, I, I was at a theatre production before, and then before that I was a bodyguard, so, you know, mm -hmm. I do a bit, a bit of this, that, and everything, really. Um, well, you're very talented. If everyone's going into the armory, I will wait, and before Garnock goes, I will just hold onto his arm briefly, take the note out of my pocket, and hand it to him, and say, Chief Ryukia, I thought there was something about you too. Nice one. Uh, well, that's really nice of them. Thanks. Um, and I'll hand my note to Marnie, uh, you know, being as we're both security. Uh, I think there was a little bit more going on here than some people were letting on. <laughs> we all heard it, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, I can say, like, in character you didn't, gotcha. but out of character you did, yeah. I'll open it, and I will hear the voice again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to read it again. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and then I will look up at Ingress. Just, just a little... <clears throat> and on that suspicious look, I think that's where we have to leave it for this evening. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> what, what a cliffhanger! Suspicions at the past. It's a checkpoint. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely uh, a safe room. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing stuff! Thank you so much, team. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for for tonight's show. If you enjoyed it, come join us every Monday and Tuesday evenings from six pm GMT slash no, not slash BST. That's a different time. Six pm GMT or ten am. Uh, we also play Fracture on Tuesdays. Chris, do you want to tell us about Fracture? First episode tomorrow. Yay! Uh, what is it? it? It's a um, it's a long running campaign. It's going to be our first yeah. long running campaign. Um, we are um, in a brand new. We start in Faerun, but it'll be in a brand new world with brand new uh, monsters, creatures, uh, everything, everything brand new, brand new. But Mondays will still be lovely Faerunian adventures. So check and join the. But yes, they're all, they're all teenagers, and boy, boy, are they playing the part. 
Amazing. Uh, yeah, so that's on Tuesdays. We're on Mondays for the next three weeks after this. Uh, and then on Fridays, we, we have, actually this week, we probably have our second end of year roundup yeah, show. We do. But then next week, we're back to Talking is a Free Action, uh, which is our, our chat show where we, we take people and we put them through a crystal maze style challenge and we ask questions and get to know each other and it's great um all of these stream at twitch.tv forward slash roll together rpg and you can find all of our content content archived at youtube.com forward slash roll together rpg and you can find us on podcasts search for roll together rpg uh thank you very much to our d20 club on patreon we couldn't do any of this without you you are all marvelous marvelous people there's a link in chat you could join them and be as cool as they are uh, thank you again to all of our sponsors and supporters they're all marvelous uh, and find us on social media as roll together rpg thank you all for watching and we'll see you again soon bye